All right, all right. Straight riffing episode. What are we? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, yeah. six. I think we're on six. episode six, six, six. Uh-huh. Straight riffing. Off to my left is my co-host Justin Dubois, who's hiding in shadows tonight for some reason. Hello. Which is weird because usually the lamp is pointed towards the ceiling. And off to the right is our guest tonight, Mike Casentini, or is it Casentini? It's Casentini. Casentini. All right. Good. It's a two Italians and a fil- flip show. Mm-hmm. Two wops and a flip. Nice. Ciao, Vela. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> two wops and a How the fuck are you, Mike? I'm doing well, man. How have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. It's been a, it's been a minute. <laughs> I, I re- I, Here's the thing that I, I realized like today is that in the time since you and I have last talked, we've both recorded our uh, debut whatever. I have my DVDs over there. Um, yours is coming out soon. And then, um, and Michael Jackson has died. That's how long it's been. Right. I was only thinking about that because I remember you did that Michael Jackson bit. And I was like, part of me was like, does he change that? But I was like, well, you're just singing it. I don't think anybody's getting like, hey. But I don't know. Does that, does that change anything for you? Well, I mean, I went on the road and I, uh, I was featuring and head and, uh, hosting with, uh, for Brian Callen on the road. And, uh, I realized that, you know, there were going to be pieces I was going to take with me and pieces I was going to leave at home. And that was one of the pieces since I've been running with that since 2002, I sort of left that home and I haven't actually, uh, done that, you know, sort of stand, uh, standby closer. That's always been in my bag for quite some time. So I really don't know what, what its impact is. Actually, I did it in Sunnyvale and it did fine, but it's one of those throwaway jokes where it's not really about Michael Jackson as much as it is the song itself. Yeah. The song itself is Man in the Mirror (coughs) and therein lies the joke, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like you could get away with, you know, doing that joke whenever. Maybe not the day he dies. Um, Or the anniversary of the day of his death. It's kind of maybe classless, but who knows? That's my point. You probably, I I guess it depends. I mean, if like, if you're going up on a night where four comics have mentioned the anniversary then yeah but if it just so happens yeah i mean do you i, I don't i don't have that marked in my calendar or anything i mean it is one of those like where were you when the, but i don't i couldn't i couldn't even tell you the day what is it august something september october i think it was june or july wasn't it i feel like it was in the fall but i'm i'm probably way wrong on that i'm going for august yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. And what's the point? It doesn't even matter. I'm just saying, like, if, if there's somebody in the audience that's that fucking hypersensitive about Jacko, that they're gonna like remember the fucking the day the white glove fell off. Yeah, no, uh, I, you know. I do it on the anniversary of the O.J. Simpson trial. That's what I probably It's a good pick. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, because there's a glove involved. Yeah, exactly. Know? If the glove does not fit, Jacko's yeah. dead. I don't know. I don't remember the exact quote, but I think. I think I'm pretty close. I, I I know it doesn't rhyme. Yeah. But really that's that's what's And how are you, Justin? I'm good. You're what? I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I'm so good. I'm I'm gay. <laughs> no, not not gay. That's what it sounded like. like today I'm, I'm gay. I just decided. No. That would be the way gay. to do it. If you're going to come out, come out on the show. Come out really, Scottish? Yes. So I'm gay. <laughs> I'm only gay when I'm doing the Scottish, though. That would be fucking come out wild. If somebody's like only gay when they do a certain accent. <laughs> or they're like, look, I, I can only. So here's the deal. <laughs> 
Don't I like it. Take it in the ass. <laughs> you know. I think my girl voice that I do on stage <laughs> turns out to be a gay voice. I don't think I ever. Did. You know, there's always that girl, yeah, yeah. like the girlfriend voice that the comic yeah. tries oh to do. Oh my god! Everyone does that. Yeah. It's totally. I'm, I'm. I'm actually just sound gay. Like I don't. <laughs> There's really no girl in the voice. I at do all. a lot like, more when I do gay. Serious? I go. I get a lot more. You I get a lot more drawl with it. Accentuate you know? the s's. Yeah, you definitely do the lisp. But I feel like <laughs> when I do mouth. a gay, I do like a West Hollywood gay, which is the the like the gay doesn't give a fuck about anything gay. Uh, yeah, they, like that you could call a fag and he'd just be like whatever. Yeah, you know, like you have to like <laughs> everything draws out. Like I'm ready to go. Jesus <laughs> Christ, I'm getting AIDS standing here. You know, like. Uh, Whatever. That's that's a. Are you really gonna wear that? God, really? Nineteen ninety five called, and they were like, "Dude, that shit's over with." Yeah. Yeah. So, but the girl, you have to be more like bubbly, and everything's a problem when I do the girl voice. It's never happy stuff. No, it's always it's always whining. I'm so pissed at you right now. You're such a jerk. Oh my asshole! Son of a bitch! You knew I had a bad day at work. I told you not in my hair. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, there's balls in my face! Jesus! My favorite thing, actually, my favorite starting point in an argument is. Listen, you're not hearing me. I think that is the perfect <laughs> starting point to every conversation I have with And that girl. never changes. They're not no. suddenly going to hear you. Either. No. And it's, it's perfect because it's like you know it's coming. You know that it's, you know, you should just start there because clearly you don't hear anything that's coming out of my mouth. It and applies that's perfectly to any situation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And like, no, 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 no. Listen. Listen. No, 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 no. Do you hear me? It's like an engine. It's like an old engine trying to start up. No, 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 that, no, what I'm saying is, it tends to be my, very similar though, it's very similar. No, no, I don't, I'm telling, this is what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say. It's so close to Jewish, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I just don't even understand it. I like, you know, they get all pissed that I'm not Jewish, but I'm like, but I act like it all the time. But you're, and you're going for the Jewish hair. Yes. You're not Jewish. What is your background? I'm Italian and German, so I'm like the all Jewish right. worst nightmare. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, an Italian German. Yeah, can't stand that pasta. I think the Italian and German, but but they're genocide. very passionate about not liking pasta, at <laughs> yeah. least. Or when they make pasta, they they measure it down to the noodle. No, it's got to be very precise. <laughs> yes, nine. <laughs> this is one noodle too many. Oh my gosh! It's uh, it's no good at all. Are you? Uh, oh, I, I thought you were. For some reason, I, I, in the corner of my eye, you were scratching your balls. Speaking of German stuff, hey. balls. Boy, have I got a good opening um, news story for yes. you. Uh, do you know what Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to do after he uh, leaves office? Isn't he going back into movies? Cartoon. There we go. The Schwarzenegger, the Governor cartoon, is uh, what much he's needed Marvel what character. Got. Much needed Marvel character is a superhero governor. I'm coming. It's it, the the <laughs> kind of the worst part about it is like he he negotiated with Stan Lee, and it sounded to me like he like Stan Lee was like, yes, but what's your superpower? And he just picked everything. Here's here's. <laughs> 
Here's what he does. Uh, is, is this his Adam leaves the governor's office. Arnold decides to become a crime fighter and builds a secret high-tech <clears throat> crime-fighting center under his house in Brentwood. So we've got Batman. Okay. Right? Along with a teenage team that assists the governor. That's, that's uh, what is that? Robin? Uh, what, Fantastic Four? What's a teenage team? What what helps? Transformers, I guess, kind of. The degree, Care Bears. Right? Okay. okay. Care Bears, okay. Yeah. <laughs> In fighting various injustices, Schwarzenegger's alter ego will also have a suit that allows him to breathe underwater, ah. turn invisible, oh. and he has a fleet of eco-friendly cars. So he's really not super at all. He needs a suit. Well, of course. That's still the Batman <laughs> thing, but... But I'm just like, okay, I need underwater <laughs> and I'm invisible. I'm like, wait, what? I think what's those are two random things. Those like a New York Schwarzenegger. I need underwater. <laughs> is his superpower a language? Well, I need some underwater. <laughs> is his is his superpower a language barrier? <laughs> I think, I think that, that's probably his super. Here's the thing that I find amazing is like, you know, he he's gonna what? He's gonna whisk in there and he's gonna like swoop in and save the kid from a burning building but the kid's like but really what I need is for you to balance the budget and he's like but I don't know how to do that you know it's like I, we should go in the water yeah. <laughs> but I need you to make sure that companies don't leave the state I don't need to be saved from this burning house hold on right I now. need to turn invisible when does the governor is the governor the alter ego like when he's supposed to be doing like a passing of the bill is he really going to be like well, no I no it's supposed to it takes place him after he leaves the because it is that that's the, the character is the governator. It's based on it's it's him. Like you know what I'm saying? It's a guy, former movie star, I guess, leaves office has a fuckload of money, which kind of leads me to believe. What if that's what he's actually doing? Yeah, I was just gonna it, say. You know, and like, and like Stan Lee's just like, I'll draw it because what Excelsior. does he have left? Yeah. Yeah. Does he get Does he get to go back to an ice palace where he gets to see? Like uh, like a former Mr. Know, Freeze. Cool. No, he puts it. He puts in the little. You ice, got the chill out. He puts in the ice crystal, and all of a sudden, an image appears, and that image is like the dead Ronald Reagan. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Giving him advice on how to proceed. Reaganomics. <laughs> it's all about Reaganomics. I don't think that helps him. <laughs> the bridge is out. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> All I hope is that he's got the fucking catchphrases in there. Yeah. He's like, you know. Is he married to like, you know, uh, uh, what's her name uh, from uh, from uh, from that? What, what, what's her name with the the, the her- Twiggy? No, no, the Hermaphrodite. I can't think of her name <laughs> with the with the yogurt commercials. What's her name? Oh, uh, 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 I don't. Jamie know Lee Curtis. Is, oh, is Jamie, like, is Jamie, oh, right, right. Is Jamie Lee Curtis his wife like, in the cartoon? Like the yeah, you know, what, yeah, what was that movie? That uh, True uh, Lies. True Lies. Yeah, yeah. yeah True Lies. <laughs> Classic. Uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, like Running Man and Total Recall were just was just catchphrase city. <laughs> Those were the just best everything. movies. Like, you need to chill out. <laughs> Don't be so hot headed. He had to split. You know, it's yeah. like what really. <laughs> I, so you know what I, I find I, amazing. I, that's got to be in there, right? What I find amazing is there's this last round of people who held on to the accent. You know what I'm saying? I meet so many kids. I swear to you, all the time in Los Angeles, you meet them and you're like, well, "Where are you from?" You can hear the undertone of the of their language. Sure, sure. Sitting there. And you're like, "Where are they, where are you from?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm from Australia, or I'm from yeah. New Zealand, or I'm from Wales." I met a guy from Wales the other day. Could hear it in his, huh? You know, he's yeah, right yeah. underneath. How long have you been here? Oh, I moved down here about eight years ago from Wales. Lived, he's 36 years old. Eight that's years old ago. enough. Well, but that's old enough. Let me enough, tell you so. something. He comes over here and his voice is perfect. I mean, he's like, hey, what's up? How you doing? And yeah. a little bit, there's a little bit mm-hmm. of the thing coming in. He's been here for eight years. The guy's got the language down 
Pat. Yeah. Asian yeah. cats do yeah. this. Hispanic cats do this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Eva Longoria, she's like a ninth generation uh, uh, Mexican American. And, and and she just learned Spanish yesterday. Speaks it like a champion. You know what I mean? Right, you can right, right. tell. You know she's got that accent down perfectly. But like you know, Arnie's still sitting there with this broke. I mean, it's like just when are you gonna catch up, bro? When it, is there ever gonna be that one thing where is this whole career just built around? He holds that? a press conference. Check it out. Check it out. California. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, he got it. You always impressed when you're like, you know. When you hear the Aussie and he comes into the movie and you're like, oh, oh yeah. this guy's from New York. And then all yeah. of a sudden he does an interview and he's like, good night, Mike. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. yeah, Christian Bale is yeah. the same kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, wait, how do you do that? Although you're- I found that Christian Bale and uh, Hugo Weaving, I think it is, both have the same American, which is this very droll, hello, how are you? Which worked for the Mr. Uh, Anderson, you know, the, the Agent Smith character, you know, and hello, Mr. Anderson. Mm-hmm. You know, that worked there, but... But, like, that's the same accent that Christian Bale used in American Psycho. I like the Taka. So. The Taka. The, the guy from Star... That played... Uh, the, Star oh, Trek. George Takai? Yeah. Takai. Oh, Takai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takai. Yeah. Hello. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> I love... That's, that's He's great. That's definitely a Japanese thing, because I've met some Japanese older gentlemen who have that same, like, hello. It's a really low. I don't even know how to imitate <laughs> I, I, My favorite thing was when... Was when... Uh, was when that was it, But I think was that, that was the high the game that, there, was that, there was that basketball player, Chris something or other. Um... You know what I'm talking about? No. There's a basketball player that like came out like anti-gay. He was talking, calling everybody a fag and everything else like oh, this. Oh wow! And George Takei did this public service announcement where he's like, where, where basically he was like, "It's okay if you hate us because we love you." And it was this, it was this very like lengthy hitting on him, make him uncomfortable thing. He's like, <laughs> "We especially love the sweats that pours down your legs." <laughs> you know, and he did that like weird <laughs> laugh thing, and he's like, "We all want to have sex with you." It was just this weird like. Affectatious. I loved it. Chris, oh, it's killing me. I, I have to look it up now. God damn it. I bet you the guy had tattoos. Which guy? Basketball player. Had tattoos? I don't think you can get an NBA job without having <laughs> long arms, <laughs> tattoos. Full sleeve. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can't see it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, calls. It was, it was something on Kimmel that he did. What the fuck was it? Chris Johnson. Um, Chris Thomas. Chris Blakenstein. Uh, These are all good basketball names. Chris Christopherson. (laughs) I don't. Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway. Yeah, that's a Chris. Yeah, that's a Chris. I was thinking Chris Hardwick. Yeah, no. Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen was on that team. Chris Hardaway. Close enough. Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway, Chris Hardwick. We're going to be that. I'm not a basketball person. Is this whole podcast going to be all about, you know that guy. That guy. <laughs> you know, the, the guy does a thing with, he the, wears a, with the girl. He likes you know Gap the thing? clothes. Oh, he wears yeah. a lot of Gap clothes. He's got khakis on right <laughs> yeah. now. I know the, the guy, guy with the khakis. Oh, yeah. there we go. Okay, I found He it. walks with a cane. Your comments made by former NBA All-Star Tim Hardaway, who said, I hate gay people. Let it be known, I don't like gay people. I'm homophobic. As a gay man and a human being, I was shocked and sad. But I want you to know, Tim, on behalf of gay people everywhere, that despite your ugly words, we don't hate you. As a matter of fact, we like you. 
We like you very much. <laughs> We particularly like your large, powerful cat. Your smooth, chocolatey head. So there you go. So that's that's the that's the thing I was talking about. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much what I'm going to have at the beginning of my wedding. Right there, just uh, George Sakai introducing you, or oh, that, that exact clip. Oh, okay, that's a good. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah, sets yeah. the table for the future. It does. You think you'll ever get married? Nope. All right. <laughs> Why is this? I do believe that I will have long-term relationships eventually, and I do believe that I might have children, but I don't necessarily buy into this whole marriage thing per se. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm feeling the same. There's just uh, a friend of mine who was recently divorced said, there ain't, in a, there ain't a thing in it for a man. Let me put it this way. I'm more excited about having an accidental baby than getting married. It makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. I actually, I, I secretly hope that one day somebody shows up with the laundry basket, you know, with the little note. It's like this is yours. His name is Steve or something. Oh, the baby's you know? in yeah, the back. Yeah, baby's in the back. Oh, basket. I thought it was like laundry. Ba- just, just, show- <laughs> just, just laundry. Hey, I need you to do my fucking undies. <laughs> like, That's not exciting. I'm sorry. I should have put the baby in the in the basket before I presented the basket to the scene. I'm sorry. You're right. Usually, it's a I don't know a carrier. Yeah. Well, my, my grandmother actually. <laughs> whatever. My grandmother was actually left on the doorstep, in uh in uh in Sacramento. It was the doorstep of the woman that babysat her as an infant, but nonetheless, it was uh, her her original parents decided to bow out of the responsibility and left her with the babysitter on the doorstep in that traditional sense. Wow. And we've grown up, yeah. we've grown up not knowing my grandmother's side. And ever since that ancestry dot com came about, we've just been living in a nightmare. <laughs> Oh, have you, did you you tracked him down, or they well, tracked we, you no, down, we, or we what? Try, we tried to track him down. I've actually tracked down. Like, I I was the first one because I started with the dot com stuff real early on. You know, I had the, mm. I, I I stole my name up right away when I when it was available in ninety four. Sure, sure. And so I'm I am I am Cassantini dot com. I mean, if you want to go to Cassantini dot com and find out about the history of Cassantinis, don't. You're just going to find out about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there are many Cassantinis who now solicit me. On the internet, from my my home region of Italy and Luca, and and the, and, the, and all these people, and they're like, you know, oh, we might be related. I'm pretty sure, you know. I mean, because <laughs> right, you know, right, right, it boils down. And I, I actually, in growing up as a child, You're like, hey, let's have a talk about uh, 80 years ago. There was a small girl left on a doorstep. <laughs> I got, I got, I, I growing let's up, go as back a, there. <laughs> growing up as a child, I always knew about this connection to Salinas, California, that I had. And there was a grandparent. Or a cousin who migrated to that region of California and essentially bought farmland and became a, a kind of a well-to-known guy, wealthy, and subsequently ended up selling off some of the farmland for development. And now we have a name, a street called Cassantini Drive or Cassantini Way in Salinas, California, which is a product of my my heritage and my my family sure, line. Sure. A gentleman uh, text or uh, uh, emailed me back in the day, many many years ago, actually uh, stating that you know he was curious. And it's always the same song when somebody like solicits you. It's never really about like truly finding out if you're re- re- part of the relationship. It's it's always, you know, are you are you willing to sell your domain? That's pretty much what it boils down to. You willing to sell your domain? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a stand up comic. I'm pretty much going to leverage the domain. He's like, well, whenever you really want to sell it, let me know. I go. I, well, now that we're on the conversation, I've I've known about this Salinas collection, connection for a long time. I said, we're probably relatives. He goes, I don't think so. <laughs> I said, you ever, well, you ever entertain offers? You ever go, 
Well, let's hear your opening bid. Yeah, well, I mean, I basically told the guy, I said, no, you should check it out with your family and everything else. He turns out, I, I said, you know, I said, uh, you know, we, we should try to, you know, see if we're connected. He goes and he asks his great grandmother, and she, in fact, did say that everything that I was saying was true. So there was the connection. I said, so do you want to want to start a relationship? He was like, no. Wow. Yeah. So deep. this is why you have relationship problems coming back around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of a weird. Everybody you try to start a relationship with, it just goes, no, no. It's just kind me. of a weird situation that, you know, you get this dot-com situation. People, people want to buy, but they, oh. they, they, you know, they're just not that interested. You know what I mean? We're just, we're complacent society at this point. It's like, if I, why do I have to learn something new? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand that. I, but I, the thing is, I, I'm kind of the same way insofar as like, I, I, I don't dig on people hitting me up on Facebook that I don't ever talk to. I got, I got, you know, like fucking I got off fuckers from, from high school and shit. Like, hey, what have you been up to? I'm like, you know what? I got websites. Go read. Like, I <laughs> don't don't pull me in and try to fucking hey, let's reconnect. There's a reason we haven't talked. Did you see that I got? Years, did you see that you know? I got rid of my Facebook page? I did not. So I, I, all you guys were on my Facebook at one point, and then I killed everybody, and I'm slowly getting those people. I, I just got rid of every, including my mom. I started from scratch wow. with the Facebook page. And I really wanted to – because I didn't want to do my main Facebook page as like a catch-all for everybody in the world. I really didn't care anymore about that that hunt for the friends number and all yeah, that bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm really going back and going and, and really signing up with those who I actually care to have a real relationship with in yeah. that environment. But I've, I've trimmed my shit down, man. I can't even tell you. I had a girl call me up when I was cleaning house and she goes, did you block me from your fr- from your f- Facebook page? I said no, and she goes because it was the only way that I could see your face on a regular basis. And I was like, "Then we're not friends." Yeah, that's freaking <laughs> clearly. Yeah, clearly. And and, she, and I go, "Well, that'll well, then be go to my freaking website yeah. if you want to see my face." You know what I mean? It's like come to a gig. Yeah, it's like what the hell is that? I I really just hated the fact that people became so like accustomed to that's how they get their fix. And I'm like, but I produce this website that I spend more time caring about. Than Facebook, and right, I really right. was like, I got to that place where I was like, I'm sick of this. So I, all I do now is Twitter and, and and my website, and I have my Facebook presence, but I'm truly not there. I yeah. add everyone that wants to add me, and I have like 50 people. <laughs> so, what on your fan page? Yeah, no, I don't even have a fan page. I just have my personal page. Could so, you check? The, I'm sorry. Could you check yeah. the connection on that fucking thing? I've never heard this clicking so bad as tonight. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck you're not hearing. I, it's I just hear me. It. I hear it from time yeah. to time. Yeah. I'm not it's a little. It. Right. <laughs> no, it was like. Yeah. Like that. Oh. Is it just me? Is hearing that? I'm not fan. hearing. You don't know, wait right now. No. Could be the fan. Could I mean, if it's just my like headphones, that's fine. I'd could be. be the fan. I would be happy with that. I could turn up the I'd fan. You want to see? No, no, no. It's cool. Fuck it. If I'm the only one hearing it, whatever. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to oh, cut no. it off with bullshit no, no, no. about headphones and shit. But yeah, yeah, it's sort of the, the Facebook thing. People try to reconnect, and I'm just like, I don't well, care. Like, why Why bother? What you know, like, what, what, do, you, what do you think is going to happen? Like, are we going to become fucking best friends? We barely spoke in high school. What's friends' What's friends' market share right now? I mean, uh, f- uh, Facebook's market share right now. What do they lead in the market as far as their application is concerned? Number one, as far as social, uh, as, a, as a social network, yeah, nope. yeah, nope. They're number one. The one thing that they're number one is is picture sharing. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say like, what's the, what's the biggest portion? Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
because they've got all these little things that they're touching on, right? Right, right. But what I'm, I but thought you were they, saying, they like, kick photo bucket, they kick all the different, you know, Picasso. They t- they kick all those things to the curb. Yeah, yeah. They get a ridiculous, uh, and that's why they upgraded that, their photo stuff recently, right. kind of, but. Because they got that, they got that Amazon world that people can go buy and trade and do all the, yeah. all that stuff. Nobody yeah. talks about that. Nope. The the market. They got all this other features. The calendar stuff has died. They, the, all the other things have died on that thing. Foursquare is now CNN's new conversation piece when they're talking about Twitter, Facebook, and now Foursquare. I bet you a million bucks that we've seen the end. This is the beginning of the end of Facebook's popularity and Twitter will become number one in the next six to months to a year. Mark me down for saying so. I'll mark you down for it, but I, I think that I think that like uh I think the problem I generally have with conversations mm-hmm. as it comes to like the social media sphere, if you will, is like people go, Well, MySpace was number one and then Facebook came along. So that's how it goes. And and what I have to tell people is like, no, because what happened was MySpace was built it was used to be X Drive. It was this company called X Drive. And uh, and then uh, what was that? Friendster started up, right? Yep. Friendster was on terrible, shitty servers. Because I remember I was on Friendster like the first week or two it was up. Some friend of a friend knew a guy, whatever the fuck. And I was like, all right, I don't really get it, but okay, I'll join because whatever, I'll join anything. And then I went back like a month later and it was fucking huge, but it was impossible to like get anything done because it was so fucking slow. And I just said, ah, fuck it. And then somebody was like, oh, well, this MySpace thing, they're doing the same thing Friendster is, but they're on better servers. And that was what it was. And then what they forgot to do is sanitize their inputs, which is to say that you could type HTML into their boxes. And then that became a feature, quote unquote. That's not a feature, people. That's a security hole, code. giant security hole. They didn't fucking sanitize their inputs. And you should not be able to type an entire HTML page into a fucking input. But whatever, MySpace was dumb like that. And it just became like this free for all Wild West, but they had great. great fucking servers because of that X Drive thing. Which yep. X Drive was a scam based on you would upload your files and keep them remotely, and when you downloaded them back again, you'd download them as a zip file. It had an auto installer, so you could get to your files. But meanwhile, it was just tracking everything you did, you know, spyware shit. And, and so MySpace was like, well, I, we have a better way to harvest people's email addresses and personal information. Let them do it themselves. And so it was never meant to be anything. It was never meant to, like, grow into this big, crazy thing. And then all of a sudden, it, it sort of became that, and they had to go legit. But by that point, you can't because you've left all these holes open. Once you close them down, everybody's like, Pissed. you took away our blank feature. No, we fucking fixed back and you know back holes and shit that were just wide open this whole time. So you can't shut that shit down. So you had to keep it open. Meanwhile, the more you keep it open, the shittier the site gets. Everybody designing a MySpace page. And Facebook was like, hey, how's this? No customization, but the shit won't crash on you while you're fucking browsing. Right. And so that's that's where the switch went over. Well, I also think there's a big you know there's I mean? a big there's a big thing to look at. And I think that it was sort of hinted upon in the social network movie, but if you know still any, didn't see it. I heard you, it was great, but if you know I, anything I about the history of the company, which I'm assuming you you, you do because you and I live in the little same, little same bit place. on the Facebook, I haven't. Really, the difference was know. that they that their model at Facebook is these um, code challenges, right? right? Where they sit down and do code challenge weekends, and they and whoever can come up with the new uh, feature wins, and they get right, a big bonus right. and a big prize. 
And and that really is the driving force for technology changes at at Facebook, which was something that was never instituted at at at, at MySpace. It's a large call to, you know, sort Dude, of MySpace sat on that code for fucking how long? I, I mean that thing. Uh, seriously, it's like they were the, never innovative for the fucking three four years that they were like the hot shit. They were never. I innovative. can't think of one feature that they, they added. became innovative when when Rupert took it over and started putting some dollars into it, very small amounts, but. You know, and they've done some interesting exclusive deals, but it's been very, very slow. I mean, like I have, I have friends that <clears throat> sort of work for MySpace in a sense that they they got they're recently been hired to sort of be the face of it, to where like they're like, what is it, music, uh, music. curators basically? Yeah. And uh, MySpace has given them cars and shit. I'm like, and give me in on that. But at the same time, like, uh, why? You know, like, and they'll still talk nicely about MySpace, and I still don't understand it because I'm like. What what the fuck? I literally, what is there to do? Like, I go there and I look at my inbox, and I'll have thirty messages every time I go there. Yeah, and half of them says this profile's been deleted. Right. I have a bong if you want, a good one. All right. Anyway, um, so it's like you know, <laughs> the profile's been deleted, and then I go to check my profile comments. I won't be able to do the podcast if I get high. I'll just be like, a, "Hey, you guys, so we're recording, uh, uh, winning." Uh, uh. So uh, yeah, it, it just it, and then I check my profile comments. It's, it's just fucking bands spamming their fucking new shit album, and I have to sit there and sit there and to fucking to delete a message basically in the way that I would prefer is three steps. Whereas like on Twitter, if somebody pisses you off, you can delete. That tweet from your stream, block the person and report them in one step. That's how it should be. MySpace requires three fucking steps for that. Bullshit. Which again goes to show you they don't care. They just they they were they were just a breeding ground for spammers. And I think that's a huge part, if not the primary part, of why people left MySpace and went to Facebook because it's like less fucking bullshit. But now I have this issue on Facebook where it's like I don't mind adding whoever wants to add me theoretically but now i know that every time i hit accept i have to see this asshole pop up on my fucking stream until i go and say stop showing me their shit and it's like you know what i mean like why even bother having them on my shit just check out my fan page which posts the exact same shit because i don't post directly to facebook i post to twitter that then post to facebook on both my regular page and my fan page so it's like I'm good. You know what I mean? So I talk at Facebook, <laughs> not, you know what I mean? Not I, with it. I don't really, yeah, I don't really interact with <coughs> Facebook. I just talk at Facebook. But whatever. I mean. Well, I, the culture difference is, is so matter of fact. In Twitter, it's built for promotion. In Facebook, the culture does not like the promotion as much. And, yeah, and, okay, I can and, see that. And, yeah. and, and to me, I just see this transition in, in its, in its, and and the culture of people, people want to have the the conversation there. Twitter, it's sort of like, cool dude, retweet, you know, and go about your day. Um, I don't know. Right, right. I can't mess with the Facebook anymore. I really can't. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd say just connect it to your Twitter and call it a day. That's all it's I'm, that's all way I'm to talking do. about. Yeah. I use uh, tweet post tweet tweetpo.st, and uh, it's it's free and it's. It what it does is it makes a Facebook post out of it instead of the the normal Twitter app just shows a tweet right with right, right. exactly as it would show up on Twitter right tweet post makes a Facebook post out of your tweet so it'll show the thumbnail it'll give a little preview description for the URL with a little paragraph it's very cool That's very nice cool. nice geeky shit up in this bitch yeah hell yeah uh, I actually have kind of Arnold related news as well um, oh. which is just a very weird conversation yes uh, a weird article. 
the article is titled an exec. Eh, I don't know how to pronounce this word. I've never seen it written before. An exegesis. E x e g e s i s. Oh. Exegesis. <laughs> Whatever. Let's call it analysis. An analysis <laughs> of sexual subtext in Predator. And this, this, the, the author makes this very lengthy um, uh, point about that basically Predator is a is an allegory for um, coming out of the closet. I'll just read you the last like paragraph because when Didn't you they do that with Top Gun, yeah, yeah, it's very similar. Like they show a picture of the Predator and the in the inset says bondage gear and outsized physical dimensions represent the gay ideal and the personification of the Predator. So then the last the last up. like paragraph or so says, however, it is only when he physically fights the Predator yeah. that Dutch can accept his identity. Although he admires the strength and well-built frame of the Predator, he cannot look at it in the face. The Predator still wears a mask, a symbolic reflection of Dutch's own mask of heterosexuality, covering a homosexual identity. In a scene reminiscent of a striptease, the Predator removes his mask, showing his true face. Dutch cannot look away, but still refuses to fully acknowledge the significance of what he is seeing. He calls the Predator ugly because it is difficult after years of indoctrination into the dominant ideology for him to embrace the beauty of his own individual self-worth as a gay man. However, Dutch's self-realization cannot be undone. The Predator can die by suicide because Dutch's ego has internalized the homosexual feeling the superego had long neglected. There's more to it, but... So who wrote this? Uh, this guy's name is... Uh... Oh boy, that's a tough one. Well, how old is this guy? I'm just wondering, like, this movie this came Hippo, out like 20 years ago. Hippo versus whale dot wordpress dot com. Hippo the, versus whale. Is the gay guy That's Jesse this verse is entirely written out. <clears throat> uh, I know about conspiracies, man. Not that I can tell. I'm not really. I'm trying to find information on the guy. He's got a lot of interesting posts now. I'm looking at the front page. Live blogging the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy, part three, Return of the King. <laughs> That's that's interesting. Oh, here we go. About me, this blog. Um, let's see. Uh, it just uh, basically just a blogger guy. It doesn't even say what his name is or anything. So hippo versus whale versus all spelled out. Dot wordpress. Dot com. V e r s u s. What do you think? Uh, the uh, a sexual a sexual subtext in Predator as an allegory oh, just, for. Uh, I'm just wondering who this guy is. How old he is? Just like. So are you out? Are you gay? Is this your? Are you fine now? I don't know. Is it's it like, literally because the movie's very old, uh, or are you just kind of? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering uh, because it's such an old movie. Well, because well, I mean, it's like like my first YouTube uh, Mitch the Expert video was I was talking about Willy Wonka yeah. and like five really fucked up things that people don't notice, like okay. how the 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 professor comes out and he he says he's going to teach him how to make more wart remover by mixing. Uh, Nitric acid and glycerine together, which makes nitroglycerin. <laughs> yeah. And he mixes enough to, like, fucking explode the whole school, and it makes it this little boom. And he's like, he says, like, if you mix it in the wrong mixture, this horrible, dangerous stuff blows you up. But mixed together in the right way, it makes a wart remover. And, like, why are you teaching 10-year-olds how to make wart remover? So that's the fucked up, you know, that's one. one of the, the, the grandparents are pretty much the, the source of most of the fucked up. And mm-hmm. I split them into two points, because there's the grandparents as a whole. Who haven't gotten off the bed in twenty fucking years? And if you look, they've got like fucking vomit and blood and piss stains all over their fucking jammies. And then there's Grandpa Joe, who's fucked up because like he's part of the hasn't left the bed in twenty years, which would make your muscles atrophy into like this 
soup right. of, of whatever you want to call it. But he gets up and starts dancing around. Meanwhile, his mom, who's like getting cancer working at that fucking weird laundry plant, <laughs> has to – she's just like, yeah, yeah, go with grandpa who hasn't done a single fucking thing for the family. Like, wait, you can get out of bed and dance around the entire room at a hurried pace – and and you know you're spry and you you can talk and there's no like stumbling into that geriatric fucking Alzheimer's shit going on. <laughs> Why couldn't you get a job, Gramps? We've been eating cabbage water. A loaf of bread looks like a banquet. So you know that kind of thing. So, but that's a movie that's older even than Predator. Sure, but I'm just thinking it's like I saw Predator and I'll watch it again because it's <laughs> and now you awesome. look for the gay. And now I gotta subject. watch it and go like. You know, like, oh, yeah, there is some gayness to that movie. That's, uh, I mean, it's like when I watch Top Gun, I can't watch Top Gun anymore because he says, right. I'll always be, or, you know, I'll always be your wingman. And he says, bullshit, you could be mine. And then he says, oh, that's because he's just saying, let's go to There's Gateway. one in Robocop as well. <laughs> God, come on, you're ruining these movies. But it's me. actually, but it's, but the thing is that it's, it's a, it's a, it's an allegory of Jesus, but. This isn't just a crazy fucking thing. Okay. Verhoeven admitted that. It was like the whole movie was about, like, Jesus, basically. Because he dies, he dies, and he's reborn, stronger, all this different stuff. Well, and then Star Wars was all about Hitler. You know? <laughs> I'm not sure I well, follow that newer exactly. newer ones, maybe. Newer ones, I could kind yeah. of see. No, I mean, yeah. everything, everything, you know, pre-1980 was had everything to do with World War <laughs> were you like? Were you like world? One, world. I was say world it was just war, a creative Vietnam, way to present their story. Yeah, yeah, I get that because stories are you know timeless. So I they guess. were all they were all Nazi exploitation films in disguise. Sure, could Robots be. Could be disguise. if you want to watch them that way. I mean, I I'll watch them whichever way they come up. You want you want me to get to the the good one that I we we talked about briefly over the weekend, Justin? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, what is this noise? You hear this noise? Mm-mm. You don't hear that crazy loud noise. I'm not noise. hearing it. Really? I swear to God, I'm not hearing. I'm I'm hearing a little bit of. Feedback. Could you feedback. check my check my connection on the fucking dude? I'm telling you, like. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, dude. I'm. I was like, it was like squelching in my ear very loudly. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. I was getting like a squelching. Very fucking weird. Sorry. Okay, so I, I talked about this briefly with Justin over the weekend. Because um, we actually hang out when we're not and, doing uh, the show. Yeah, <laughs> we're that much of losers. <laughs> but then what I did, what I did is I actually pulled up, I found the exact source of the scientific discovery mm. so that I could look into answering my question. So I'll just present to you what I did, what I, what was written, and then we'll, we'll talk about it from there. Because this is fascinating shit to me. Scientists have discovered... That male virility, insofar as the uh, strength and quality of one's sperm, is directly linked linked to the length of one's taint. The longer taint is the more uh, virile, viral, whatever. Man, the length of one's taint. I just thought, uh, I mean, it, it, it's a fascinating thing that they discovered. And you you asked me over the weekend, you said, how did they just start measuring taint? <laughs> Turns out they... Uh, they they originally got bored doing this with mice, and they were like, "Well, it works in mice. Let's test the you know white blooded uh, American male or whatever." And they tested a bunch of dudes, and they started measuring taints, and sure enough, larger taints. Now, what 
They don't say, even in the fucking scientific document, because I fucking read it, and I'm real pissed about this, they don't say what length equals what. Because I'm like, I want to, because they don't even say what an, they say, if you're basically, I'll, I'll read out the exact thing. Do they give thing. names to the taint? If your like, balls are in your ass. Like, do they give names <laughs> to the taint? Like, this is the bear. <laughs> this is the penguin. They they call it A- this is the AGD. <laughs> it's, uh, they, they, met, this is the they tested two things. They say AGD, which is anogenital distance, which is the taint. Um, the distance between your anogenital. Yeah. Um, there's two, there's the, uh, alternative measures of AGD. There's anus to the posterior base of the scrotum, which is AGD-AS, and to the cephalid insertion of the penis, AGD-AP, which I feel like is cheating. Because that would be like from your asshole to the tip of your dick. And that's cheating. That's not taint, sir. Anyway, so it turns out AGD-AP wasn't really... That had whatever. AGD-AS, though. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That was where it was at. It said was associated with sperm concentration, motility, morphology, total sperm count, and total motile count. Men with HDAS below compared to above the medium were 7.3 times more likely to have a low sperm concentration. So what's below and above average? They don't tell you this. I which find it pissed I, me I, off. I, I find it awkward the fact that it's going to be completely impossible for you to measure your own taint. <laughs> I can't wait till they come up with a pill. You know, like, no, thank you. Hey, you want to lengthen your taint? Here's <laughs> how you do it. Here's what I'm thinking. I haven't done it, but here's what I'm thinking. Get one of those. Get get like a, a tape that you would use for for measuring your suit right, size. Right? right, right, right. Right. Stick one hand in your butthole. Right. Just as a placeholder, or just place it over your butthole if you want to do it gently. Squeeze your butt cheeks together. And then pull up until you reach the bottom of your your sack, sack. and then just pinch it right there. The tape, not your sack. Unless you're into that. I I gotta be at least. And then you pull out like, yay, and then wherever it's pinched, that would be the length of your tank. Seven to eight inches. Of of tank. Pure tank. Just because because when I'm. When I've shaved down there, yeah, yeah, and I pull it up, yeah. I can just tell. Yeah, I can tell the distance. I can, yeah, yeah. You, 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 it's like distance, yeah. distance uh, times uh, time and all yeah, that. Yeah. You're like, look, it takes me three and a half seconds to shave four inches of my face. Yeah, it takes me eight seconds it's to shave the taint. Stroke. So it's got to be yeah. The same so you got to figure. Well, that's double the distance. Ergo, about eight inches of taint. Yeah, I don't know if that's below or above average though. So. Well, the funny thing that I find ironic is that it's near and around the same as my penis being hard. You know what I mean? Maybe there's a, something to be said about the distance. No, no, because there's those monsters. Well, no, because dicks. that's the thing is like if you – technically if your dick was the same length as your taint, you could fuck your own asshole. Right? Well, you could touch Whoa. the penis. You could touch the tip of the dick. Like, yeah, you could touch put your dick in your asshole if the, the taint tip. was the size of your dick. Yeah, the tip you of could, your penis. Yeah, then you would you'd be able to fuck your own. I ass, think my tip of my penis could touch my asshole. <laughs> I know that, like, my dick ring when I'm it'll it'll get stuck in my butt crack. You know what I'm saying? And it'll touch. It'll tickle. You know, just just <laughs> the just the outer rim yeah. of the anus. Yeah, <laughs> you okay with that, Justin? No, it's fine. But yeah. but at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, I would be perfectly comfortable if a girl came up and was like, "Look, I, I how big's your taint?" Yeah. Like I'd be fine giving that measurement out because that says nothing about my whatever sexual ability or whatever. That's only baby making shit. So I kind of I'm with this. Yeah, I like this idea that the taint is is where it's at because so we've be agreed fine. Mexicans have huge taints. Yeah, Mexicans. <laughs> I don't know when we agreed on that. Why did we agree on that? We talked about it. We're like, man. Yeah. Why did we agree on that? I don't they must remember. have long taints. Oh, right. Yes, yes. Because they're very, yes. 
the word I can't think of right now. They're very, you know, like rabbits. Uh, God, you know, the thing. The, very hardworking. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> word I can't think of right now. Viral. Very good is, with uh, is, drywall. Is one way to put it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Yeah. I don't know. Hardworking. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess they would have to have, yeah, Mexicans have to have wicked long taints. Jose's watching right now. Jose, go measure your taint. And bring, <laughs> bring me back. A, and I need that in, I need that in empirical measurements. Oh, None God. of this metric system bullshit. Uh, or actually, I'll do one of the metrics. It's more accurate. We can get down to the millimeters and get this. I want to see if there's something that you can match up to your body. Like, you know how you said, like, your foot is the size of, what is it, your forearm? Your forearm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll maybe bet you, I'll bet you. Your size. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna do it right now, but I'll bet you. That if I cut my palm under my balls, I could finger my butthole with my middle finger. I'm just guessing. I bet so you I could do that. that. Okay. Is this gonna I'm be? Guessing. Is this gonna be like in like 20 years from now? The new thing is gonna be like, come on, come on. Oh, you know what? No, it it feels like from outside the pants. So I'm not. It's not a very accurate. It's gotta be a new measurement. It on seems match. to me like I think like, that it feels to me like my middle finger actually goes up past the butthole. <laughs> so I think I have a pretty wicked taint. I'm guessing. Yeah, why well, is it going to be mean, a pretty it, pretty small? Is taint, it going to be one of those things where you're like, you know, the mom's like, "Come on, Bobby, it's time to measure your taint," and they put you up against the wall and etch in with pencil where your taint was last. You know, or like the Mayans where they try to stretch you out to get you a longer taint. Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> the good old taint ring. Yeah, come on down to Target and get your taint ring. Just nine ninety nine. If you call right now, we'll send you two taint rings. I can tell how old he is by measuring his taint Speaking rings. Speaking of taint rings, have you seen that new Trojan vibrator commercial where the guy's like, guess what, honey? Remember that vibrator we were talking about? We didn't just get one. We got three. And the guy's like, sweet. Have you seen that? <laughs> so I, I have. I have. My friends I've seen it where he goes, with you. Where he goes, sweet. Yeah, and the hair is pushed like, back. And like the girls are like, well, I guess it's mine, too. We all yeah, do yeah. the same thing. Is it getting to that point where it's like to sexually stimulate a woman, you're going to need a product that Trojan really produces? I've been turning down Trojan since Jump Street. You know what I mean? <laughs> Every time that horse tries to show up to my party, I'm like, you gotta go. Are you a condomless man? Are you a bareback motherfucker? I get, or what? I get to the or point. Or is it just I no get, Trojans? I get to the point. No, if I'm doing Trojans, you better believe Magnum is at that party. <laughs> but let me tell you something. He's got a great mustache. Yeah, he fucking knows how to DJ. <laughs> but, yeah. No, no rip. No rip, please. <laughs> but, uh, no, but I like I've to get. I like fallen. To, and I can't get up. Sorry, guys. I like to get to a point where uh, I am in a relationship where I definitely can go raw, but. Um, oh, like punching him in the face and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Where's the That's Where's what I'm the saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I, 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 we've had discussions of condominiums on this here, uh, on this here podcast many times and, and, uh, it seems that the jet, it's weird to me how many people I know that are, that are just so like, yeah, I could take or leave the condoms where I've been like a lifelong, like yeah. I've got to use them, you know, like I used I, to have I a bucket been... of latex paint by the bed and I would just dip my dick in for that seven year <laughs> weather. To go. <laughs> yeah. It's just like permanent. I like, there is, there is a condom you could spray on. I mean, they, I mean, I don't know. I think it's, have you ever like, tried a lamb skin? Have you ever tried a lamb yeah, skin? Yeah, that thing is disgusting. I mean, never. Not Holy, only does it smell bad, but it's, it's just horribly <laughs> smelly. 
I I have a and it's got this weird texture like you're really you're like I am a hot dog it's right like now. It's like it's a lamb. Uh, uh, yeah, it is a lamb. <laughs> I have a weird rule of like if a girl says that she's allergic to latex, I just kind of go, yeah, you're bad news. I yeah, just I just feel AIDS. like you're bad news, yeah. right? It's like because they're like, oh, we could try lambskin. No, no. I was watching. I don't. I don't try, there's a reason we switched away from lambskin, and I don't want to go back to it. <laughs> uh oh, Tiny Tim's popping up. I was watching an old, um, an old seventies uh, uh, German porn where they were showing Scheiser, where they were showing like <laughs> the old ro- ah Scheiser is good. You remember the old condoms that were like like you could keep them forever condoms where you'd wash them out and stuff. They were literally like. Like, they, wow. they, how old are you? This was the, this is the seventies, man. In the seventies, I was born in the seventies. That doesn't. I was born in seventy. I was not fucking in the seventy. No, I, I was born in seventy eight. I was not fucking well. I was wasn't fucking until well into the nineties, yeah. late nineties. Yeah, no, I was born. I in went 76, a few decades on that one, and uh, I was, I was, I was. And at three, I was pulling on these yeah, uh, reusable condom yeah, ends. Yeah, yeah. Were there reusable I condoms? Was, there were reusable condoms back Jesus. in the day. Like you would travel with a condom and wash it out when you were done, it's like it, a diaphragm. And it was yeah. like. It I'm was, not opposed to this. That it sounds was like a good thicker, idea. It was thicker than a balloon. Oh, yeah. I don't doubt that. Yeah. I mean, it was like, and it would like, you know, it make that sound that, you know, that, you know. Yeah. Well, that's where you get latex. one like customized and things like that. You know, face of your father on Taylor. there. <laughs> yeah. Come here. Let's let's measure you for your for your perfect fit yeah. condom. I have, my, my, my condom had actually a picture of Liz Taylor on it that hey. said diamonds were forever. <laughs> <laughs> and so is this condom. The forever condom. I did like the spray on condom thing that I saw. I don't I don't know where that's at. I know the that they were, they were working on that. What was that about? It was a spray on and you and it was it would, you know, obviously form fitting. I like that. I'm down with that. It's interesting. I don't know, like it's a little weird. Weird I to think stop and all... be like, hold on, shh. All right, we're. Go-. It's like because a part of me would be paranoid. Like, what if I missed a spot? You know, that's that that thing where you're fucking, and then all of a sudden it feels really good, and you're like, oh shit, something, something's wrong here. We got to, <laughs> we got to inspect. We got to inspect this shit. I remember the first time that happened. I was like, this chick's really wet. No, <laughs> no condom broke. Condom broke. Not good. That's uh. And you, you ever lost a that? condom in somebody? Yeah, yeah. done oh, that. Yeah. Done that. <laughs> Found it again three days later with have your you, mouth. Have yeah. you had to actually go in there? Deep sea. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And pull it out. Yeah, I pull out. The, I get the. I get the lamp on the headlamp. <laughs> I just fucking spelunk on in there. Like we got to get this out to here. Yeah. I love how the the girls always like. Really, I'm like. If you don't feel that, how the hell do you feel any like? That's why every time I have oh, when I have man. sex with a condom, I always have a Chilean minor just right by my side, just in case we got to go. Now, now, do they make them in travel bird. size? They they get, oh, Jesus! I got to get one of those. No, but if you're gonna do the get condom that, that stuff, Walmart if you're gonna spray what? the condom on, that's crazy. To me, I like to have that 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 look like. Like you're dipping in a cone into that hardening chocolate, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Where I'm you're dipping your dick yeah. in, it's like, oh yeah, crystallized. It would have to, yeah, it would have to change a color, <laughs> yeah. so you could like definitely tell, and it would right. look like this. Yeah, and that's why I think definitely. brown is the perfect color. Now, because... Does the miner take the canary in when you do this? <laughs> I just want <wanted> to. <laughs> Okay, sorry. I just, I just, I really wanted to know. <laughs> I'm all about this miner. Tell this me is, more about this, this Chilean miner. Yeah. Where this do you is, pick one of those up? You this find whole dipping figure, process. See if I can get them at the CVS. I haven't seen them on sale there. I mean, if you're gonna dip, then you gotta. At least do you drop have to feed the Chilean miner, or they run on batteries? In the peanuts too, because then that adds for her pleasure. 
think about the penises. There's already <laughs> enough peanuts. You know what I'm saying? Now you ever now you ever found a condom in a woman? No, but I had okay. a that's I, interesting. No, like <laughs> it's never happened to me, but I've known I've 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 heard three different dudes tell me stories about finding things inside of like I had a finding woman, a I condom a, inside I, of a chick. I, I had, and I'm I had, like like wow. that's a horrifying, horrifying. That was a great weekend in. Mexico. I have lost. <laughs> I have lost a. My lost my dick ring inside of somebody once, and I never saw it come back out. So woe betide the next creature that went plundering. But uh, I, I assume it probably just came out, and I wasn't there for it. You know, I had a woman. Hoping, but... I had a woman spit out a chicklet. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, uh, Gotta I, keep it minty. I actually was carrying my girlfriend's purse once, and uh, I had dropped my pin in the her purse. Purse? Yeah, I was carrying her purse. She told me her to carry purse? her purse. And I basically, I dropped my pin in her bag, but she was on the rag that weekend, and I remember we were at a restaurant, and I went searching through her purse for the pin, and all I found was a tampon, and I always was wondering, where the hell did my pin go? <laughs> You had me at <laughs> anticipation. <laughs> I see you shiver with anticipation. The one I was going to play was... Uh, uh, no good at all. You can't have that. So what in, else is going uh, in, on? In, in, <laughs> in, further, in other news. In further scientific news. <laughs> Uh, very related to the taint thing, and this this has uh, always been fascinating to me. It's a, it's a related matter. You can tell um, by the the size of a woman's gait, which is sort of the the ah. width between from one leg to the next leg when they're walking. Yes. You know what I'm saying? One leg in front of the next. That distance is called the gait, and based on the the width of their gait or whatever the size of their gait, you can tell whether they've had a vaginal orgasm or not. Ah. And also, I, I went and reread the article the other day. Also, the way that they uh, shift their hips, apparently. Well, you know, I was watch- a confident, wide hip shifting gait where she's they like, stretch. yeah, I did it. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I can squirt. Fuck y'all. Well, speaking know? of gates, because I watch, I like to watch dog shows every once in a while. Once in a while, when I catch them on TV or yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. And you can see did, when the bitch got fucked. Well, you know, like these, there's like that, that dog has a great gait, and then it's always the judge who comes out and feels up everybody. She, her the gates, bitch must die. Yeah, her gait sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is a hoary little dog that likes vaginal <laughs> orgasms. We can't be having that. No, no, the judge, that, the judge, not the dog. The judge grabs his own taint? What? No, no. Okay, because they have judges and go out, sure. and, they, and they're like, And you okay, said the gate is too wide, so the judge says no. that about the dog? Well, they, they judge dogs based on their gate. Sure. Right? Yeah, so. And then I would just, I, I, I just happen to notice that you brought that up, that I see, like, the most of the women, the, the female judges, yeah. have a pretty poor gate. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, yeah. They do have that shuffle thing. They yeah, do. they do. They're yeah. like, more shuffle over the dog. More of a barn door. More, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would that that explains it. You don't get into you don't get into judging dogs if you're having wild fuck off sex and it's like giving you vaginal orgasms all the time. I don't think you're like you're judging. I want to go judge time on your hands. Yeah, you're judging dogs because because you don't got a dog at home to judge. You know what I'm saying? Not a gate. It's a screen door. (laughs) (laughs) Just keeps the flies out (laughs) and everything else. Cobwebs and everything. Yeah, exactly. More like a hammock. It still it still becomes one of those things where I'm like, well, but what's a you know what's a 
what's a normal gait? You know, like I want to be able to know this. I would love to know in advance. My girlfriend, my girlfriend's got an escalator. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see Jenna Jameson. You like that woman? The way she walks, it looks like a looks like a turnstile at a at a Bart station, don't it? It's a lazy Susan. That that that's a lazy Susan. That's a dumb waiter for you right there. If you see the way she walks, you look like a dumb waiter, don't she? Just enough to hold a platter of food right there. I'll tell you that, but she walks like she's been wa- she walks like she's been riding a saddle back and forth to church. Am I right? She knows what she. She's wants. a Western saddle, not a new, not an English saddle, no sir. That mustang no. look like it got ridden hard and put away wet. That bitch must die. She looks like she's got a set of horns on her, like a front in a boss hog's car. You know what I'm saying right now? The bitch must die. <laughs> I did not have sexual. Relations with that woman. Yeah, look at her gait. So it, it. Uh, it says, according to Brody, bo- blocked pelvic muscles, which might be associated with psychosexual impairments, could impair could both impair vaginal orgasmic response and gait. In addition, vaginally orgasmic women may feel more confident about their sexuality, which might be reflected in their gait. Such confidence might also be related to the relationships that a woman has had. Given the finding that specifically penile vor- vaginal orgasm is associated with indices of better relationship quality. Ah, I have not. So uh, they and they have linked sense. vaginal orgasm to better mental health, bringing us back to fucking dog judges are clearly, you know, bored of life. Um, <laughs> but what they did is they took these like sex expert researcher fuckers and they put them. They basically had women write down their sexual history, and then they were like, "Hey, watch these bitches walk," and then watch them walk, and then they got like eighty five percent of them. They nailed it. They did like, ah, oh, that girl, yes, she give her my number, huh? Yeah, so uh, pass a not bad. Through not burn. But then, bad. what if? Good to know. Uh, wonder well, what, wonder so that's what you learned today so far, people. Length of taint uh, is ability to have the babies, and uh, width of the uh, size of a woman's gait and the way she shakes her hips can tell you whether she has vaginal orgasms or not. I wonder what Bill Gates' wife's gait is like. Because <laughs> a Gates gait? <laughs> is that a Gates gait? I also uh, I can go with more weird, sexy science stuff. Not so much sexy, but so much science. I'm not getting a response either way. Do you want to hear more? <laughs> yeah, let's go. Random shit. Okay, of course, let's go. So this is this is fascinating to me because I was just it was like one of those things where you know I read one thing and then I get fucking obsessed and then I read something else and then something else. Um, so uh, let me just see if I can find the one thing. Ah, here we go. Um, so what they found is that there are uh, you know. Uh, uh, smell receptors, as you might imagine. Uh, you've, you've heard, we've all heard about like pheromones and things like this. Yes. Right. All about the olfactory in the house. What? Exactly, exactly. Well, they call the, uh, major, the, the, uh, there's a, uh, a major histocompatibility complex, which is, uh, one's compatibility with someone else on a genetic level. As we talked about when Teddy Tutson was on, right. the, the the big problem with, you know, having a, a racist outlook is that in any species that interbreeding and, and not trying to get a uh, a wider range of um, partners right. basically is a weaker species than right. a stronger you know. Yeah. So a purebred dog is gonna be fucking pain in the ass taking yeah. the vet all the time. Die early and fucking and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a mutt is gonna outlive you. Yeah. You know. So um the, the the basis of that is the major histocompatibility complex, the MHC. So that's that's your 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 compatibility with somebody else. And what they found is that everybody's MHC gives off a certain scent, a certain odor, and um, 
women uh, tend to choose men whose MHC differs greatly from their own. Ah. However, here comes the interesting part. Uh, that uh, sense, if you will, okay. of their body going, hey, this MHC is too close to ours, is severely impaired when they're on the pill. So the latest research suggests the reason why there's so many divorces is because women stay on the pill the whole time they're dating, get married, go off the pill, get knocked up, ah. and then they're not compatible at all with this dude. And the MHCs are like, hey, fucking wrong, dude, but it's too late because you're preggers and you're married. That's interesting. Wow. Because your MHCs have been blocked by the pill. Wow. Fucked up shit, huh? That's... Blame it on the women. Yeah. Blame bitches. It on the uh, and the pills that they create it's, it's for just themselves. Sort of, it's, it's that sort of thing where it's like, so effectively, every woman I've ever dated who's been on the pill before she met me and during the time, was, apparently we weren't compatible. Yeah, no. Apparently we were no work. good. Yeah. That's or or maybe it just coincidentally, maybe we were compatible, but I would never. Anyway, my, go ahead. My, my MHC is uh, is Peeps. The little marshmallow thing? Yeah, that's the smell I give out. <laughs> Check. So if you want a little Peep baby, uh, Mike Cassantini, you'll find him at Cassantini.com. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> used to be caramel corn, and now it's the Peeps. Just for Easter. <laughs> Check out my movie. I play the lead character in Hop. <laughs> I'm Russell Brand. I think I think uh, my uh, my MHC. I, I guess I don't know if it works the other way, but then I don't know how mine would be inhibited. I would be. It would be amazing if it was smoking, because then it turns out that my MHC is most compatible with not mangy whores. Which, which is why my, which is why my life has been fucked because I always go for the mangy whores. Um, and apparently, maybe that's not right for me. Maybe they're too close to my MHC because I'm a mangy whore as well. You see what I'm saying? Piercings. <laughs> Have you ever had a woman just come up to you and go, You smell terrific. That sounds more like a woman who is going through a sex change and still has a penis. That's what it sounds like. The women that I do. <laughs> wow, you smell great. You feel terrific. I'm gonna tear you apart. And you mind if I touch and you? Your friend there. too. <laughs> now you sound like <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Show me, show me, show me your card, Dirk. Dirk, I love P your break. card. Check out my, check out my card, Dirk. Uh, uh you. Uh, you mind if I tell me, tell me how wet, tell me how wet your pussy is. Uh, now. Now, you see, when when I came in and the guy, right, he came with a rule and he said, now listen, now look, now listen to me, now are you going to give, okay, now look, you cannot, you see, when the person comes into the room, right, now listen, Jack, okay, here's my point, right, oh boy. Nice, I'm impressed, very good. And and I'm I'm doubly impressed. That's the first Bill Cosby impression I've heard in ten years that didn't make a Jello reference. So I, I'm I'm glad no, about that. No, because it's all about him and Barack Obama share the same look kind of l statement where it's like, no, no, they're always like, now listen, now look, now listen to me now, Jack. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay? that's true. Yeah. Now look, now here's my point, right? Okay, now oh boy, he always oh boy, and then the mom and then she. Are you? Uh, you know, it's just, he was so great with and the, the face and yeah. the thing. He was Rudy. so great. He was so great with the. You know, he did the sound yeah, effects, yeah, yeah. and that was the one killer thing about Bill Cosby that I always loved. It was just like, and we're waiting, and the people leave, and all of a sudden, I'm by myself, 
and there's no one left. And I'm like, snakes! You get out of here, snakes! Yeah, he was always into having snakes because his dad would always say, I've left snakes on your floor. If you oh, even yeah, stick yeah, one yeah. foot out, one See my little, brother Russell. He will eat your foot and you will die. Snakes! You get out of here, snakes! Uh, I wonder if I should wait for Justin for the next one. It's nothing too fancy. Um, it's more like one of those open debate discussions. Are things. we online right now? Yeah, yeah, we're, still, oh, on. we're cool. still on. We are into hour number two. So very shortly we'll be starting to take phone calls. Um, <clears throat> Do you have any, any way of telling who is watching us and everything? Not like specific that? people. I mean, yeah. no. Unless they say, hey, it's Steve. Steve. Well, I like Steve. Uh, so, uh, today, France enforced their ban on veils. I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're anti-Burka, huh? Yeah, they, they, they uh, I mean, officially what? today, no wearing veils in France, uh, you know who's already gonna... arrested, like, a shit ton of women. You know who's gotta be pissed about that? Seriously? The Jawas. Oh. Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're pissed, man. <laughs> They are so pissed right <laughs> yama, now. Yama, yama, and yama. nobody sticks up for the Jawas. Yeah, uh, They're so good with robotics. Offenders face a $217 fine and a citizenship course. Now, I'm not really... I, I, I kind of go two ways on it. On the one... Uh, oh, Jared's watching. Jared says hi. Hey, Jared. Jared Spotlight. Jared! Remember from Spotlight Days? Jared. Jared oh, worked yeah, the spotlight. Yeah, 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 Jared. That Jared. Jared, I was Jared. fired. Jared. I was fired, Jared. Thank you. Jared, I, I miss you. You're plotting me on that. Jared, I miss you, Jared. I miss you. And I hope that your restaurant is doing well. Are you kidding me? He works. It, it's his place. Was, it's, yeah, it's, he was, it's, it's he was, amazing. He was talking it all up. What was that thing that he was saying before? Steak and something. Steak and something he put together on a sandwich. I want the hamburgers. Steak and bacon, burgers. was it? I don't know, but anyway, bacon. Like it was like a steak and bacon. Steak and bacon. It was like a steak and bacon. Yeah, so I don't, I don't really know where I come down on the on the veils thing. On the one hand, I I like the idea of of moving forward and saying like, hey, that's you know, you're oppressing women, making them wear veils and everything. On the other hand, I don't know that arresting the women is really the right way to go. Well, it's it's all about a national dress code, dude. That's what it's all about. It's about a national dress code, basically where we're going to go into countries that are going to be having their own unique dress code that you're going to have to abide by. That means when you go to Hawaii, right off the plane, you're going to have to get into your Hawaiian shirt and your you know, your shorts and your whole thing. Get ready to play the dress code game because that's really what it boils down to. I mean, they're basically saying you have to dress a certain way. You can't dress the way your religion practices or you personally practice because you know which i you know i mean if i could have told half the goth people that i grew up with to change their whole look i probably would have because that shit drove me crazy at the end of the day you i just remember I mean? a bumper sticker i saw years ago that said goth is a way for ugly people to look more interesting and uh so you know i go to bar sinister about <laughs> once a week and uh you know <laughs> Every now and then, and uh, I and, didn't, and I tell you, uh, I didn't hate on the goth guy, the kids. hot goth chicks are fucking like screaming goth, hot, but ugly had, goth chicks are are the ugliest. Things. I had yeah. good friends; they were always the smartest kids, actually, that I had that were goth kids. I didn't like the look. You couldn't, if you were to ask me, did you like the look? I'd have to say no. I did not like the people, but I didn't like the look. You know what I mean? Sure. I I have the same position on the burkas. I look at it like. What are we really trying to hide this stuff for? The herpes. 
There is a lot of herpes under them burkas. Yeah, there's got to be some. <laughs> got to be some herpes. Now, I, I guess, I mean, really what I'm saying is like their whole thing was that they basically didn't want women to feel repressed and, and carry on a repressed culture. Where that's they can't the French, show their faces and everything that's else. That's the French one. Yeah, that's but the reality. Uh, the, theoretically, the reality. that's the. But the re- it's like but the, I don't think the solution is throwing those women in jail. No, the women who the women who basically wear the burkas aren't wearing the burkas because they were told that they were going to die and all that stuff. I'll tell you what, there are people who who live in that faith that that swear by their religious practices and say. This is a part of the routine that we've grown up with and know, mm-hmm. and therefore it is what it is. Sure. And, and, and have no qualms with it. So there are a lot of people, though, who, who, who are reformed and want, who want to still practice their religion with a reform. I mean, it's the same thing with all religions. It's like there's the Catholics and there's the, the born again Christians. Both of them believe that Jesus was this deity that they have to freaking worship, but at the end of the day, they both do it in different ways. Sure, sure, you but there's no, mean? but there, outside of like the uh, what is it, the uh, Hasidic Jews that you see over there in like Santa Monica and stuff, they they have a dress code. But outside of that, there's no real dress code for most religions. Oh heck yeah, there are. I mean, look at all the hat wearing stuff that the Muslims have and everything else. I mean, they're wearing the hats. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't. I'm saying that there's not that many of them. And generally, and I I think that generally speaking, that in in the case of the burkas and everything else like that, the the general consensus amongst people is she's wearing that because her religion says that she has to, otherwise, blankety blank, bad things happen. And it's it is it's a sexist law. You know, I don't I don't agree with it's a sexist religious law. Agree with their belief system. To the rules of it. I mean, right, right. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm just saying, like, that's where it gets. That's where it's that slippery slope. Where it's like, I wouldn't. I see what France is trying to do. I don't think that's the way to do it. But I don't know that there is a solution. Freedom of religion across boards. I mean, every country has to believe in that policy, or we're going to live in a in a ridiculously crazy situation. I mean, every you know domesticated environment throughout the world needs to respect the freedom of religion. Regardless of your position on it, and or pick one and kill her. Oh God! You could do that. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then everyone would just bad. yeah, yeah. I like that. This is a good plan. I that mean, you know, stop of, me from that getting is married. Just out of control talk, <laughs> gentlemen. That is just what we are friends. We can do whatever we want. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Nah, shut up. You will kill you too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I think I. I Fuck never. You, you fucking up, you I just never understood why you would want to challenge yourself in a religion. Like you, okay. So you're on the street, right? Uh, and you're dealing with all these women in burkas, correct? And you got to pick. The I mean, woman. I don't know how many you're dealing with, really. Well, I mean, like I would assume. Them, I would frankly. assume if you're in a place where everybody's got burkas on, I'm just going full bore with it. I'm saying bur- we're in Burka Town. Yeah, but Burka, we're in Burka, yeah. Burka, Burka Town. Here yeah. we go. Everybody, it's like you're a dude. Burka Burka Alba. You're Alba, a dude, Burka, and Burka. you're like, oh, you know what I. Burka Burka like, Allah Muhammad Jihad. I'm going to tell you, the one with green eyes is getting late. I like late. her right there. <laughs> Always. I like the way she's pressed her burqa. That's the, and you know, her you, gait is impressive. And her gait. <laughs> and her gait. I should go up and show her my taint. Maybe that's why the gait part was invented, because you couldn't qualify a woman by her face at some sure, level. Sure, sure. But I they're like, all shufflers. The, all of them are shufflers. I think that it's like Adam Carolla had a, had an interesting point a few weeks ago where he was saying something about how you can tell how a country treats its women by the facial hair of its men. 
And like, and, and there's certain cultures, you know, where with the the most sexist cultures, the dudes have these big fuck off beards, dude, yeah. that are just like, don't give a shit. And it's like, you know, those guys are just dropping buckets and leaving. Like, they're not out there like, yeah, I'm going to go down on this woman for a while. Show, put on the candles and all this. No, no, no. None of that shit's happening. So, and I, I no, those women just, are I, shufflers. I they're know, not, they're I, not wide gate, hip swinging, I know they, vaginally orgasmic. They don't have the Kama Sutra. They just have Sutra. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> but the reality is, is that, you yeah, know. He's got the Citra ash down. Otherwise, <laughs> they're going to be proud of I just think that, 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 that therein lies the problem. It's that, you know, there's got to be this. They're all waiting for the virgin thing, I think, at the end of the day. Oh, well, I mean, what do women do, really? Yeah. <sighs> Nothing. I, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you asking me? We are never going to get women on this show. You know <laughs> they Wait. only raise, you know, uh, never <laughs> I have to use the bathroom. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh. This is always my favorite part to listen <laughs> to, by the way, afterwards. <laughs> is I, I need to start using my wireless headphones because it's always like every week I'll listen to the podcast afterwards and be like, what? Something happened there. Weird old, it's always a weird conversation. So anyway, go ahead. No, I'm just saying that women. What do they do? They only give birth to children. They only. Well, you're uh, you're scoring a lot of points <laughs> with that commentary. I mean, that's all they do, right? No, and no. they complain. My and mom they... is a superstar. I look up to my mom. Uh, she's unbelievable. I think I think everybody has an opportunity to showcase their position in the world. There's a chance to be equal, and there's a chance to be less. And that's why you're single. No, I'm not single. I'm not single. <laughs> You're not single. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I'm not in a uh, full-on, lifelong plan commitment, but wow. I am uh, definitely because you still have single. mommy issues. Uh, no, <laughs> just kidding, man. No, no, no. <laughs> I, uh, I have issues pertaining to other people's mothers. Ah, yes. Other brothers' mothers. And then well, comes back to what do too. women do? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think women tolerate, and then I tolerate their toleration. It's just a constant circle of toleration. Now, here's something I did want to get into. And that into. is progress, my friend. Speaking of the women's and what they do, you two share something hilariously in common that also uh, that guy Brian Redband shares with the both of you. The, all three of you have bought a Pomeranian, a white Pomeranian <laughs> dog for girls that you were in a relationship with, and then yeah. she left and left you the dog. Yeah. And you still have the dog. I still, I love my dog. What the fuck is with that? Um, it's always a palm. Yours is a, not a toy palm. He's got no. a, you got a toy palm. Yeah, he's right here. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. He's been off camera the whole night, so, you know. There he is. He's been very relaxed and chill. I'll oh, bring you him wanna, there. Yeah, go there. That's yeah. Tiny Tim, everybody. Timmy Tim. Is it Timmy Tim? No, Tiny Tim. I thought it was Tiny Tim. I just call him. Is it Tiny Tim? Tiny Tim. Timmy. Uh, what boy. the fuck is with that? Uh, how how did that go down? I'll hear one story at a time. Well, I mean, I uh, I moved to uh, Los Angeles and uh, got you know the dog and you know wanted to be with this girl for the rest of my life. Turned out it wasn't going to be the story, and uh, we were going to try to share the dog in the beginning, but. I was so pissed at her and her situation that, you know, I decided that I was going to take the dog and she was just going to have to deal with it. So it wasn't more or less that she wasn't willing to take on the responsibility. She was going to be careless in that responsibility, in my opinion. Sure. Because the dog needs to have this overwhelming attention, unfortunately, and there's no, there's no real shaking that. It's right. just he's that small. 
that <clears throat> it's kind of ridiculous. But that being said, it's been the uh, a blessing in disguise. Well, that's good. Was that your last like long term relationship, or you have others since? Other than the dog, of course. Yeah, no, I've had, I've had, I've had, I've had, you know, she was a five year. I've had a couple of twos. Couple of twos. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. Justin, what's your story? Uh, well, yeah, no, I it was. I mean, did you, did you, did you, did you went buy to a Judas Priest you concert? Like a, <laughs> it was me and the Twisted Sisters, and we were all. We were walking down the street, and we saw this stray dog. His name was Lassie, but it was a poodle. <laughs> and Dee Snyder says, I want a dog! And I said, no, that's my dog! No, I, I, I got... Wait, uh, real quick. You bought yours, uh, Mike. You bought yours at one of those mall pet stores? Yeah, pet oh, love. Jesus, They're God almighty. Since have gone away. Uh, they were like this, you know, they got... Like like, a, that was tonight a, on ABC. Yeah, like 3000 <laughs> 3, Tonight on ABC, the pet love is under investigation for selling pet... For selling dogs in the black market. Tonight at 11, <laughs> find out what the hell they were doing and find out even more about how expensive it is to get a dog that's so damn small. <laughs> Justin, where did you get your dog? And did you get it like, hey, girl, I brought you a dog? Or are you like, hey, girl, we're getting a dog? Um, no, it was a surprise. I got him for Christmas. And uh, I I went out to a breeder and picked him up. And he was actually the runt of the litter, which if you want a small dog, never get the runt because they always end up the biggest for some reason. But I got him for the girlfriend at the time. And... Um, and we broke up, and it was just, it wasn't, I would say it wasn't convenient for her to, to have a dog at the time. So, and I, I mean, honestly, she could have taken him, but I fucking love the dog. So yeah, I yeah, kept no, him. I'm with you. I'm yeah. With you. So I, that I, just tends to be the case. I, yeah. I like, know. I was like, well, it's man's best friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and chicks get, chicks get diamonds and yeah. cats. Yeah. Dudes get and I just dogs. felt bad for him because, you know, we, we bought all the stuff. That goes with the Pomeranian, which is the the carry purse, so mm. you can take the dog the everywhere. Self, the self disdain, all of the, the clothes, longing guilt that come the with shame. the Pomeranian, yeah. and I could just see it on his face. He was just so unhappy. And actually, if you go to my Facebook page, you look up my mobile uh, uploads, you'll see one of the first pictures is him in a T-shirt, and he looks miserable. Mm. Yeah, he should, ha- Timmy hates the pictures. Yeah, uh, no. the, the T-shirts. <laughs> I but, imagine. Yeah, yeah. But no, I just I kept them and. I don't know. He's my he's my best friend. I stepped on Timmy and broke his leg, and I reset it. Ow! I reset it. He's sitting there, broken leg. Oh shit! Jesus. And I took his leg and I reset it. Then Damn. I I patched it up and I slept and I took him into the Did hospital. The- I took him to the doctor. The next morning, oh yeah, Mr. And, No, I swear to you, <laughs> I, I took him to the doctor the next morning, and the doctor was like. How'd you do That's that? the best reset we've ever seen That's in our awesome. entire life. And I said, <laughs> I jumped. <laughs> I jumped to it. I'm a Mister. I'm Mister Man of Action. Yeah. I cut him once. I he actually rolled in oil. You know how sometimes you go to like a parking stall, and there's that little oil residue yeah, yeah, yeah. of cars past. And it's just like history. <laughs> you rolled him in oil. No, he went over to it and dropped into it like it was freaking. You know how like the <laughs> dog will drop into the grass and do the flip over with the legs in yeah, there yeah, and yeah. the whole right, rubdown. Right, yeah. He did it in the oil bath. <laughs> And I'm like, what the hell is your problem, dude? And I grabbed him and I brought him inside and I had to shame him down because it was oil, yeah, caked yeah, on yeah. oil. <laughs> and I, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I'm not going to anybody. I'm not going to wash it out. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, it's shave time, baby. And I cut him and I stitched that motherfucker up. 
You better bet your bottom dollar. Nice. Stitch them up. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I got I got meals ready to eat. I'm ready to take <laughs> you this. You got your MREs. I got a, you got I got, them. A, I got a bag ready ready by the door. I got a water filtration kit. Know how to drink my own urine. I've watched that Man vs. Wild. There you I'm go. ready There's, to go. Uh, Justin showing the picture. Uh, uh, you can't see it. It's it's so hard see. to see. Yeah. But right. here's the difference between love. Mine's in person. Yeah. <laughs> oh come on. Oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> to be fair, his dog's a little bit larger. Look at that. Twice look at, as big. Look at that. My cat is bigger than your dog, actually. Where is your cat? Is he in the room? He's he's, he's hiding out. He doesn't want to eat a Pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get all hungry. Bushka the lion. <laughs> he's like, oh. uh, Timmy. He's all about it. He's all about it. Timmy, say come on in. Say come on in. Say come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Say get down. Get down from there. Good, Good boy. Small time. I will uh, turn on the uh, phone calls so we can take those whenever anybody's ready. Go ahead and turn on the Skype. Uh, you can give us a call here on the program to speak about whatever is on your mind or interrupt our ridiculous conversation at any given time. The number is 310-YAY-RIFF, Y-A-Y-R-I-F-F. I don't know the numbers for that because I don't have my phone in front of me, but you hey. get the idea. 310-Y-A-Y-R-I-F-F. Um, most cell phones, that should be a free call, because who doesn't have a nationwide free calling? But if you're paranoid about that or whatever the fuck, or you're poor, and somehow you still have an internet connection, uh, you can also hit us up on Skype. Our username is Straight Riffin, S-T-R-8-R-I-F-F-I-N, and uh, just feel free to call whenever, and uh, we'll, we'll accept your phone calls. And I, I think Justin is calling us right now. No, I was just going to give you the number. It's 929 929- Seven four three three. There you go. With the three one zero area code. Three one zero. What he nine two nine seven four three three. There we go. Three three. That number once again. So genius of the week award goes to a man in uh, in, uh, in uh, oh Christ, I think it's in Scotland. Oh, uh, let's see. Yes, okay. it, was in, it was in <laughs> where everybody gets gay with each other. In Glasgow, uh, that's why we don't wear underwear under the kilt, you know. A man had uh, been fined. I've been fined thirty-two hundred dollars um, for a, for an assault charge. Oh. He was fined thirty-two hundred dollars, and he thought, "However, will I pay this? I should rob a bank." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So to pay off an assault charge, he robbed a bank. So listen, I'm in trouble with the law already. So figure the best yeah, way. I, 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 the best part is the details of the case. On December 7th, Collins entered a Glasgow banking society similar to a bank, armed with a 12-inch knife and a can of tuna fish designed to look like a bomb. Then the 28-year-old man, whose disguise that day included swimming goggles and a bright pink scarf, approached a teller and demanded the money. When she asked him if he was having a laugh, Collins threatened to detonate what employees thought was a bomb, according to the BBC. <laughs> Collins, who pleaded guilty to assault and robbery charges at a court in Glasgow today, made off with about $2,300, but it wasn't long before he was nabbed by police. A security camera at a nearby grocery store caught him changing his clothes after the robbery. Just a full of win, this guy. Oh, just, man. Just a winner all around. Whoa. That was not a that was not a plan that was Where are you going, snorkeling? No, I'm gonna go rub a bank. <laughs> With my pink no. scarf. Stay away from my tuna can bomb. I got a tuna can bomb. Did you awesome. know that you can buy million dollar diamond rings at Costco? 
Hell yeah. Bitches. That's why I get my diamonds. I'm Apparently not. that's like one of their big things is they sell they sell like the big ass engagement rings. They they're selling a six point seven seven carat diamond solitaire ring for one million dollars on Costco dot com. So wow. <laughs> I, uh, I apparently, it's still, a, it's still a good deal because it's worth one point seven million dollars. One point six million. I'm sorry. I go in there and I ask him. I say, "Does that does that diamond come with a baby black arm connected to it?" <laughs> no, but it does come with a months of life toilet paper. Yes, <laughs> is that shit GLA certified? And is that shit GLA certified? Fry, uh, it is actually. It is. That shit no hope diamond, baby. That no hope diamond. Says the average. Does it come man, with a curse? There's some interesting. Does that shit come with a curse? Because that's the only diamonds I buy is the ones that come with curses. I don't fuck around with them non-cursed diamonds. <laughs> Somebody has to be dead if I'm going to spend a million dollars on that shit. It's a diamond-encrusted tiki that you wear around your neck. <sighs> and if a Mexican red knee tarantula crawls across your face in the middle of the night, you might be in a Brady Bunch episode. Brady Bunch, yes, Brady I Bunch remember episode. that. If I Everybody look- remembers. Here's the ones that everybody remembers. <laughs> that one... <laughs> Uh, when when Peter's voice changes, yes. <laughs> when things change, you need to rearrange your plans. Um, and I I personally I have fond memories of the trampoline one. That's the only other one I can. You think got of me on that one. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that one. And there was something with I don't remember. I feel like all the '80s TV shows had a had a molestation episode. But I I, only, I remember one specifically, one can only specifically hope. with Alice and her special friend, I, I Sam the Butcher. The Butcher I'm telling you, girls. different strokes definitely had one. Everybody remembers the bike episode. You can't right? have a show called Strokes without having some sort <laughs> do of... Do you remember that, the different strokes yeah, episode yeah. with the guy with the bike? Yeah. Justin? Like, That's like the only different strokes episode anybody remembers is the I, fucking I, bike. No, I remember the when brother, they got... brother broke it up, didn't he? Didn't, didn't the older brother break it up? And it was like a weird, like, get out of here, sucker. No, he just left. He was what are you talking um, about, Willis? I think he was trying to give a bike to... I don't remember. Yeah, maybe that was it. Because I think he was trying to give a bike to to a little guy. And uh, <laughs> whatever his name was. What was his name? Vern Troyer. Yeah. <laughs> Vern Troyer's black twin brother. Uh, he was trying to give a bike to him and his, and his friend. And, like... And the little yeah. dude left... And then I don't know what. And then the friends stuck around. And then I think that's when that's when Willis showed up to to bust some heads. God, I don't really remember. I just remember there was a creepy episode with a molestation thing. Oh, I remember a Punky Brewster episode where she got locked in a fridge. I don't remember those either. I don't remember any of those. She got locked in. She was playing hide and seek, and she decided it was either Punky Brewster or her friend decided that it would be a really swell idea to hop into an abandoned fridge in a field. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently you're not supposed to do that because it's a bitch to get well, back I'm sure out that of the was, fridge. There was that was the lesson. I'm sure that, <laughs> that was the lesson. Yeah. They were like, "Don't jump into an open." They did that thing after the show where they were like, "The more you know," and it was yeah. like, "Don't if you find a fridge, don't go crawling inside of it." I don't know if why you'd find a fridge out in the middle of a fucking desert field, but apparently if you do, then you know, uh, don't don't hop because then it's you can't get back out. Or something. Unless there's like a nuclear. Explosion. Oh yeah, yeah. Indiana Jones taught yeah. us that nuclear then explosions you jump in. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. In fact, that's that's the new jumping the shark is nuking the fridge. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that one. That's the new jumping the shark. Uh, do you remember that Punky Brewster where she crawled inside the fridge? No, I don't. Jesus, just me. All right. 
Eh, maybe they didn't all have molestation episodes, but they all had a special lesson to be learned. And I, I, I don't remember what the Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch had somebody fucked something. I don't know. The only one is somebody got high. Maybe I don't know. I'm still, I'm still that stuck on high episode Three's Company. I'm, I'm, I'm in Three's Company. I'm still stuck on Different Strokes. Different Strokes. The only one I remember was, uh, I think it was Kareem Abdul Jabbar or some, some, some. That was the molestation episode. Kareem Abdul Jabbar was the molester. No. You're right. I was just lying no. to you. Party <laughs> yeah. was like, was he? Now you have this mental image in your head of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar diddling the babies. Or there was there was somebody somebody famous, and then he pretended to be sick so that he could come visit him on his deathbed. And then he's like, I'm not really sick. Or, Do you okay. remember the Bill Cosby episode where, where, where they crashed into Stevie Wonder's uh, limousine? No. And then he invited him into the recording studio, and he made a song with the Cosby family. And ever, he was like, he was sampling all their different things, and Bill and and Bill's uh, Bill's sample was a baby, and so like he wrote this song that was all baby, baby, baby. You don't remember this? No, but I actually got to meet Stevie Wonder once. Well, he touched my face. He doesn't know that he met you. I just called to say how much I. Now we've done it. Now we've done it. Oh wait, actually, I have news about blind people. They can see. <laughs> yes. Tonight They're 11. just faking it. Tonight Jesus 11. came back and gave him some sat. So uh, apparently. And Burkas. Malinio, Malinu, three centuries ago, uh, formulated a question where could a blind person who only knew things through feeling, if they were suddenly given sight, uh. recognize any objects based on what they had felt? We got our answer. Do you know what the answer is? Yes. No. Oh. Absolutely not. Well, it was a 50-50. Totally. I had to go with one. Yeah. Zebras. <laughs> Turns out, no. Zebras. Turns out, and and not like, yeah, not a zebra or like, you know, a webcam or a soda can. A face. But like blocks, like literally like Lego blocks, like five Lego blocks. They gave them to him, gave him sight, and it said, find the ones you touched and whatever. Oh, wow. And uh, they were like, no, I don't. I don't know what. So I was molested by Stevie Wonder is what you're saying. Yeah, he molested your face with his hand. He facially molested oh, me. Oh man, did you get a bike out of the deal or what? No, uh, did no, release, I I did, did you get. At least climb a tree. I did have. <laughs> I did, did have you good get stuck catering. In the fridge. There was very good catering. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. I, how did you end up making the acquaintance of uh, one Stevie I Wonder? A, I was uh, when I first started bartending. I bartended at uh, Chimney Sweep, which is in uh, uh, Sherman Oaks, and. This guy. Where's that? God damn it. There's that fucking notes. noise again. Just really, am I the only asshole that hears this I shit? Hear I hear it. You're not All an right. asshole, Mitch. I don't, I, That's I, fine. I not, <laughs> but um, I ended up, I was working at this bar, and I met his brother. And his brother kept telling me, he's like, yeah, my brother Stevie Wonder, my brother Stevie Wonder. And and I always play pool with this guy, and I was like, okay, cool, whatever. But he, you know, he wanted to play pool, so we always played pool. And then finally he said, yeah, you know, it's my birthday coming up, so why don't you come on out? And I worked there anyways. I'm like, yeah, I'll come in on my off night, and I'll hang out with you. And I went in there, and he's like, yeah, we got a special table, you know, uh, blocked off. And I sat there, and Stevie came in. And I was like, Stevie Wonder is your brother. And it was six of us, and we sat there. Um, Stevie was, was his, his name boy or anything fun that would go with Wonder? Well, uh, no, I, I, I mean, I just, I, he didn't tell me anything as far as, I actually didn't talk to him. But I sat right across from him. Nice, on on nice. a, a two person table, like he was sitting across from me, his his um, bodyguard or security guy, 
who is named Love. His name's Love. You think he gets? You think he like smacks his forehead every time his fucking cell phone rings, and he goes, "I fucking hope it's not that joke again." <laughs> you, ever think, you ever think you think of that? I gotta imagine. But I, I, I got to, I got to sit with him and and have dinner um, at Tiny, this dive bar. Tiny Tim has decided to start exploring Oaks. the apartment. Looks like. Yeah, he's he's out there. Yeah, he's doing his thing. But it's cool. So hey, Bushka, lunch. <laughs> Well, that's cool, but no. Yeah, no, I got to meet him, and um. So, so, uh, uh, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what do you do for fun? <laughs> oh, and the, and then the the big thing is, anytime I go back to that bar, Nina, who works there now, she still works there with her Ebony her partner Rick and Ivory, been together <laughs> in perfect <laughs> harmony. <laughs> Side by side, I'm my piano. Keep on, hold on, I don't read. I got nothing. I got nothing. All right, all. but yeah, no, I actually, um, when we when we sang Happy Birthday uh, to his brother, did it? I was do. drunk Happy already. Birthday. Yeah, he sang his version, and I ended Uh-oh. up. I was so drunk Happy that I sang over him, and everyone was pissed at me because they couldn't hear him. Why are you singing over Stevie Wonder? Yeah, I just, why horrible. are you trying to jump on his shit, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because they were saying, I mean, Justin, everyone sing it. They're like, you could sing, we should all sing. And everyone was like, we just hear Justin. We, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then... I'm just telling you, man, if somebody tells card. me to go singing with Legend, I shut the fuck up. Mm, I'll yeah. just lip. You're just like lip this. it. You're just like, go, happy birthday to... No. You don't have to actually sing I anything. was like, happy birthday to you. <laughs> You know, and you got and, all Christina Aguilera. Oh, I was no, I, I was I was going off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just a lot better than you fuckers. <laughs> Happy birthday! They were like, "There's some Irish going on in this tune," and I was I'm like, "Yeah, sorry." Happy birthday. <laughs> It's just you being drunk, really. It's not no, so that's what happened, and then that's. But no, he was happy. Stop acting like a fag Yeah, you know, I couldn't help it. Clearly, you could not. My God, man! I mean, it's. I just I can't sing it over Stevie Wonder. I got nothing like that. So I got uh, yeah. That's that's my one. You're a real really, asshole. And I actually I called my mom that night and I woke her up. It was like four thirty in the morning. She's like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Mom, I just sang with Stevie Wonder." She's like. Oh, that's good. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> Moms don't give a shit at that time of the morning. That's great, honey. Yeah, that's I great. love you. Okay. Okay. Mom, Mom, they made me president of the world. Okay. Don't forget to great. floss. I, I always <laughs> believed in you. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> you, you, you keep pursuing your dream. I love you. <laughs> and that was it. Nighty night schnookums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not uh, so much schnookums. She just said, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Well, you're still a real asshole for that whole thing. Yeah, I am. I mean, I Jesus. Am. Stevie Wonder. This fucking guy right here. Right here. Yeah, so anyway, That's he was on the thing. Cosby show once. Now, what are you doing? Now, what are that, a good build. Now, what yeah. are you doing, Stevie, driving the car? I'm sorry that we hit you, but obviously you shouldn't be behind the wheel. Now, hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Oh, I can't do Here's video. my point, right? <laughs> so, Stevie, you're gonna you're gonna take us into the studio, and we're going to do a song, and then we're going to double, 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 double,
Uh, good, good, times. Times. good times. Yeah, I don't know if there was a molestation episode of Bill Cosby either. There probably was. Seems like everybody had one. Why do you let the man touch you in the private place? That's all I want to you know. You just sound like you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> now, Why do you now, assume that the man is now good? Now when the people have been touching you on the pee-pee, now, it's, it's time to call it quits. Now listen. Now you Ready? Now, now, now you say now, now, now you say that you got touched in the private places, right? <laughs> No Good now, now, now when, now when, now when they touched you, how did it make you feel? It made me feel nice. Okay, now, Rudy. Here's my point, right? Jethro. Now listen, Leo. Now look, okay. Now, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Now, the dentists tell you not to pick your teeth when they shop metal object. <laughs> Don't you then you sit you in the chair, the first thing you grab is an iron hook. <laughs> now, what are you going to do with the pokey thing, right, Jack? I know. Oh, boy. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Ah. Uh. Uh, Hey, hey, hey! That's been our Bill Cosby riff. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! It's up on Twitter at hey, BillCosbyRiff.com. So a uh, TV minister is in a scandal. I know. Stop the presses. Uh, he's been fucking his cousin, who's the Monterey County Schools superintendent. Anytime I fuck my cousin, I say, hey, cool. I put my pants on. When I put them on. <laughs> One leg at a One time. One leg at a time, yes. That's what I'm saying. When I put them on, it's, it's nice. after I'm done fucking my cousin. No, it's nice. I have, you know, pants. Cool. Good. Cool. Let's go, man. talk. Whatever you I've want. just said that's, that's really all there is to it. It's uh, just another just another priest in a scandal. I, I just I, I always am amused by that. It seems there's one... Uh, pretty much once a month, you can find... A priest in a scandal fucking something. I got a story on a rabbi. Rabbi Schlitz. Ah, rabbi that's a good Sh- beer. <laughs> rabbi Schlitz <laughs> said something Isn't dirty to a, a beer? to a to a woman on La Brea doing at eleven. Yeah, there's not a lot of rabbis no, doing there's shit. Not a is lot there? of rabbi. There was that one rabbi though in New but York. They're allowed to fuck, no, right? The one rabbi in New York that had that whole drug thing. They made a movie out of it. Ah. Do you want your drugs? No, 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 no. Eisenberg. <laughs> I've uh, got coke here. Eisenberg played the character. I saw it. Uh, it was called Blow. No, it wasn't called Blow. Was oh, it? No, was the, that's George. They, took, his, they took Hasidic Jews and would let them uh, come over as mules. And what? They, yeah, no. So Eisenberg, they put it in their buttholes. Jesse, J- J- Justin, just, just, hey, just hold still. I need to put this in your asshole. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Justin, who? Jesse Eisenberg from the from the social network. Oh yeah, yeah. Was, it, was the actor in this movie that I'm referring he put, to? That he I don't put coke in his butthole. No, they were transporting. It was a movie. Well, if they're a mule, isn't I mean, that, yeah, nobody I mean, checks a guy with taises. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you know mm, what I mean? I don't know. I, I did not hear about this. No, I. uh... All I'm just I have, weird all I have to say is, well, let's wait till our staff goes ahead and looks us up. Let's go on, staff. Shabbat Shalom. Jesse Eisenberg was in a movie about called 
let's see, Squid and the Whale. No, that's probably not Footloose, right. who was also starring Holy Kevin Rollers, Bacon. perhaps? Holy Rollers, maybe? Maybe? Yeah, in Brooklyn, a youth from an Orthodox, Orthodox Jewish community is lured into becoming an ecstasy dealer by his pal who has ties to an Israel drug cartel. Holy Rollers. Come on now. Come on ah, now. Oh, well, there All you right, go. There you, you go. I can verify you've seen that movie. Thank you. Late <laughs> is night. that what you were looking for? I pay $180 for Time Warner Cable. Hey. Yeah, there you go. Well, then you're paying too much because if you call right now with Dish Network. Oh, you verse. <laughs> you and me verse. Uh, I couldn't get on the you verse thing. They didn't care for my credit. Assholes. I've got you verse. Yeah. You do, you? Yeah. Okay, fucker. No, it's all right. It's I, I would like to have. I would like to have. I would like to be able to DVR shit out here and then get. Yeah, in my I room. had a guy that come over nice. to my house with the U-verse conversation. Knocks on the door and he goes, "He was from the Congo, which is why I had <laughs> him in my house." And he's all, uh, he's like, "Yes." I go, "Is it a full fiber solution?" He goes, "I would like yes, to tell you fiber into your house." I said, "Oh, I'd love to see it." And sure enough, they're like, "No, we're coming through the phone line." And I was like, "Yeah, that's not full fiber, baby." So basically, you're gonna you bring my liars. you're gonna bring me my broadband the same way and just change my shit up. You got to get on that Verizon FiOS shit. That sounds that good too. With? That's yeah. really good. Is that what you're yeah. rolling with right now? Are you on Time Wiener? No, if I was rolling <laughs> FiOS, I'd be doing like full HD fucking HMs. Yeah, I would love that. That'd be nice. Yeah, we'd even have our own R two D two right here. I don't have any. Uh, <laughs> surprisingly, I don't have any Star Wars zones on, sounds on my on my soundboard. Uh, but I do have. Uh, which I, I really coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was all out of bagels. <laughs> I did not know what to do with myself. <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> what the? F- I went. That was the- <laughs> that was, Is that you? I thought that was a sound clip. Hi. <laughs> it's my bird. It's my bird. Hi, this is Emma. I'm gonna tell you something. Really Have cool. you seen that documentary? Don't no. take on me. Oh <laughs> man, it's. Uh, I saw I, it. I like a clip from it that like just just yeah, it gave me it just goosebumps and I, I was I was about to cry. It, was it gave really me like, the goose pimples. Watching a guy watching the guy who does Elmo like put it put Elmo on his hand like in front of an audience Black and then you. stand there yeah and then he then he rubs his pregnant woman's belly and starts talking as Elmo and you're just like. <laughs> And I just, I fucking, I, I, I turn into a little baby, I guess, at some point. And I just start like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> and I don't really like Elmo, but I just saw that and I was like, oh, it's so I just want pee pee in my pants. <laughs> I just want pee pee uh, good times, good times. I like times. it when you almost hit fuck. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that you're good at that? I like it when you almost Like, are you at home one day before you go to the audition to do the voice? Are you just like... What's going on? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this for the next 25 years. <laughs> I'm going to do this freaking voice. I guess. I mean, I, I don't this know. This is what I'm going to be known for. I'm going to actually meet bitches. <laughs> I'm going to meet a shit. Bitches love the Elmo, dude. That's all I'm saying. You know? Get to the Let's chopper. I'm going to... It's the same way that you find out that you can uh, do like a like a Gilbert Gottfried or a Don Knotts or yeah. Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger or a Bill Cosby. <laughs> I think just one day you go, I, I think, think I got that. Well, I think we should just do this show <laughs> and there the whole time. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'll end the show. I I will. That'll be. I can't take. <laughs> dueling, I can't take dueling Elmos in a year. 
Fuck you. No. Fuck you. Fuck you. The horse that you rode in on this stupid Listen, Elmo. Nice. You blue. Fuck it. Okay. But just know that I have a cat. He'll eat you. His name's Bushka. He's here. Bushka! Fine. He doesn't want to listen right now. I'll tell you. He'll be here very soon. Now listen to me. Listen to me, Jack. (laughs) You can bring your stupid cat out to the party, right? And the one thing that I'll tell the cat is this. Now listen. I'm going to tell the cat, right? (laughs) No, listen. I'm going to tell the cat that he can go. And he can go fuck himself. (laughs) Okay. Good time. That's not nice. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's get some plugs and let's 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 wrap this bitch up. So, uh, Mike, what do you got? You're still doing uh, regular nights at the uh, Saturday nights at the Spotlight, or you got a new thing going now? Uh, no, I'm just uh, I'm I'm working the Spotlight. I'm working the improv angle, and I'm working uh, with Brian Callen. We're probably going to be going out next month and starting that whole scenario up well, that's again. Awesome. But, uh, groovy, groovy. Yeah. So he's going to be what touring in support of his album, or what? Uh, everything that he's doing, you know, he's got the he's got the one hour that's coming right. out, and he's got the he's got the Death Valley. And then I don't know about that one. I know Hangover Two. He's got yeah. Oh, he's got the Hangover Two. He's got the Warrior, which is another movie. It's Nick Nolte's swan song. Wow. And a Lionsgate picture. And, and that's uh, next month. I don't know. It's summertime stuff. It's oh, all okay. summertime stuff. We got to get him on here before you guys go on tour. Then yeah, that's what we got to do. That would be uh, amazing. Otherwise, we got to sit here and wait six months, and then he'll get back and he'll have career. all that stuff out, and then it'll be impossible. No, his career will be over by then. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Good time. So, what do you? What's your next gig? Uh, I'm doing uh the improv on Sunday with the tickle, tickle me kindly. TK. Oh. <laughs> TK. Tickle me kindly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Which I don't know if that's like a legitimate, a legitimate push to an improv show, but uh, as as legitimate as the improv will be. Yeah. That is, exactly. uh, what is that? Exactly. Seven. Uh, seven. Eight. Nine o'clock show. What do you got? 9.30? 9.30. All right, cool. You can check that out on Casentini, C-A-S-E-N-T-I-N-I.com, yeah? Correct. All right, all right. Casentini. And Justin, I think I got your, I know your next two gigs. Yes. I don't know if I got all the next two, but yes. I got, or all the all the next coming the up. The next two. Let's do the next two. All right, you can tell me what's scheduled after that. Wednesday, you've got, uh, we're, we're both performing at Smiles. Smiles. It's, it's yeah. 7.30, right? 7.30 with 7:30. a happy hour. <laughs> uh, and then on Thursday, you're doing the 7.30 show with mm-hmm. John Lovitz, and I'm doing the 9.30 show with Lovitz. The that Flappers, is correct, uh, uh, I'm sorry, not Lovitz. Uh, fucking, why did I say Lovitz? Flappers. Flappers, Flappers in Burbank. <coughs> the Yoo-Hoo Room, the side room. Yes, sir. That's, I don't know why I was saying the Lovitz. Yes. Silly. Don't go to the Lovitz on Thursday looking for me and Justin. We won't be there. That would be weird. <clears throat> that would be weird. Although maybe, you know, if you're there anyway, yeah. you're like, I keep hearing about this Justin and Mitch. Yeah, why aren't they here more often? They had to say it just there. like that, too. Waity, 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 Affleck. What happened there? <laughs> Did you turn off your mic there, Chieftain? Uh, There's an on-off switch. I think you, right, right there? I think he. Hello? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you turned your you turned yourself off. I think I think the Lovitz probably club, better every than time, turning yourself on. Every time you go to the Lovitz Club, is there anyone there? I if you go if you get a good uh, like I'll pretty much only do the late night shows on Friday or Saturday. I won't do like the six thirty shows. I only do the shows where everyone. I'll do there. the one like 
If you do a, if you do like an eight thirty, eight thirty, nine o'clock show on a Friday or Saturday, is a pretty good crowd. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and then also, uh, you know, they've been using it a lot for uh, podcasts. Like uh, Kevin Smith does his there, and Adam Carolla does his there. Kevin Smith does like three or four there. Aggressive piercings. So, like, <laughs> guess I got to play that again. Aggressive piercings. Yes. Oh, and, and and my personal favorite. I don't like the aggressive piercings of Mitch, like- and the crazy spelling of the name either. So, uh, yeah, he does a show on <laughs> Thursday sometimes, uh, and then Kevin Smith does, I think, both Friday and Saturday because he's got so many podcasts. Yeah. But that's what they, that's what their big focus is now, not so much comedy, it's podcasts. So, like, Monarch does, uh, Brian Monarch books a lot of shows there, like, on Fridays and Saturdays. I know Brian. But, uh, slightly earlier in the night, but not, um, you know, he's got the up and comers one that's, like, I think, 7 o'clock, 7.30, or 6.30, I don't even know. It's way too early. It's six thirty. Is it six? Yeah, it's, it's way, way too, too early. early. Way too early. There's like nobody there. But then the show after that, between that show and the Kevin Smith show, is a great, great crowd. Yeah, from eight thirty on, it's it's pretty good. I got yeah. a I got a it's, weird love it story. Big, big, big. You want to hear a love it story? Oh, let's play it. Yeah, yeah I mean, let's yes. Do it. yes do it. I'm new. I'm new. Acting. I'm new in town. I've got to be here about maybe two years. And uh, I used to go to that Starbucks on Melrose. Um, just uh, just a little. Uh, oh, yeah, the yeah, high yeah. school okay, there, yeah, yeah, and uh, Fairfax off Fairfax there, yeah, and sure. um, I come Valley. out, I come out of the out of the Starbucks, and it was at that time period. If you wanted to put a date on the time period, it was about the time period where the sidekick was still cool. Yeah, sure, okay, and uh, 04, yeah, 05. yeah, and basically, I come out, and and he is sitting there, and I recognize him obviously, and he goes, he goes, come here, come here. And he goes, do you know anything about these things? Like, automatic. He was like, and I had Timmy with me I at the have time. a sidekick. He's like, I have no idea how to program this sidekick. So I'm sitting down with him trying to teach him about the sidekick, which I knew nothing about. He's feeding my dog muffins. All of a sudden, Angie, or what? what's the girl's name? Dickinson? Yeah, Angie Dickinson. The, Angie the Dickinson chick. comes and sits down next to me. Now, mind you, I had no idea who this woman was. I just saw this She's woman with a She's frightening days. beyond all reason. Right. Yeah. And a walking uh, skeleton and, comes up to you, flaming skull and everything. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is about to sit down? And she sat down, and it was crazy. And it was like this really pure <laughs> Hollywoody moment where I was like dealing with these two people that I've never met before. I get up from that scene, and I walk across the street where my car was parked, and guess who was there? A torn up um, uh, uh, Lloyd, uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Tore up Christopher Lloyd wearing um, black pants, slacks that were so sun checked they must have been outside on like a barca lounger. (laughs) They were like, you know, just crazy sun checked. He's wearing a blue blazer and like yellow navigator glasses with his hair slicked back like he just came off an eight day Coke binge. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get laid. And he can't, he jumps out of, uh, out of his Mercedes station wagon, also oxidized like his pants. I'd buy that for a dollar. And he's got a German Shepherd purebred that probably, you know, size-wise was about two strokes lower than fucking Schwarzenegger. This dog was about as big as a tank. Are you a virgin? He goes to take a squat to take a piss. My dog is walking over to him to smell his crotch. He's pissing at, on this tree, like a eucalyptus or some tree that was there that was like bark friendly. It was just shaving the bark off it like it was a tree trimmer. Pissing on this tree. Timmy gets in the stream of the piss. Pisses all 
over my dog Lloyd Bridges. Or Christopher Lloyd, not Lloyd Bridges. Christopher Lloyd, dog pisses all over <laughs> my dog's God. face. No, and Jimmy. I turn, I turn to Christopher Lloyd and I go, "Great Scott Marty, Great Scott Marty," and uh, he didn't find that funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I'm so sorry about your dog. I'm so sorry about your dog. Uh, and that was my Hollywood moment. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty Chain hardcore. of events. Chain That's, of events. Uh, Same day. Same incident. That's all in 10 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Just a mind fuck. Yeah. Wow. Hollywood. Hardcore. Yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta do it. Mel Rose. All right. Yes. Well, I think that's going to that's gonna do her, as they say in porno. Oh, by the way, I also uh, I got mouth kissed by a... a by uh, Farrah Fawcett in front of the improv. Once. What? Yeah, no, that's another line. No, no, you did. Yeah, no, you did. No, yeah, no, I got mouth kissed. I got mouth kissed. And uh, you know who saw it? Oh. Rick Kunkler. All right, all right. You say mouth kiss like she was going to butt kiss you. Yes, yeah, another credible a, source. She was in a Mercedes Benz coming out of the parking lot of the improv, of that little tiny small parking lot. To yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. She's coming out, and I go, it would mean a lot to me if you gave me a kiss. Expecting, and I put my head in the window. She's a convertible, uh, you know, two door uh, Mercedes. I stick my head in the window, expecting a side kiss like to this. And she yeah, places yeah. a mouth kiss on me and wow. gave me a full on lip kiss. Wow, that's naughty. That's hardcore, disgusting. <laughs> Mike kissed a dead bitch. Mike yeah. kissed a dead bitch. I did. That's wow. all right. I was in the front of that. Yeah, there seriously. You go. It's all right. It's all good. All right. Well, that's that's the way to end it. Then I guess. Make it out with Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. God rest your soul. Okay. It's my pleasure. Happy times. Did you have a good time? I did. All right. Rock on. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back again on Monday with uh, God knows who, but we'll figure it out. <clears throat> We've always got things lined up. One day we'll get a woman in here. I'm thinking we're going to get uh, Do Cripplani. Who? Okay. Sorry. I think this one will be a Sheba. Cripplani. Yeah. Uh, all right, thank you guys for watching. Uh, this episode will be up on the website uh, probably later tonight or tomorrow and uh, in both video and audio. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. Yes. Have a good one, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.